TFF4 makes you roar. And this is how last week's show sounded. We knew you were coming back, yay! We've missed you. Have you? Uh, I have, sir. Guy, it's happening again. Walk it's the day I can see the lights and it works up. Line two, Lena's in WhatsApp. Can you see the lights? I can. Nothing. I'm in Ollerton and I have just heard on the radio and I've dragged my fella out from watching telly to ride over and have a look. We're all mesmerised. I think you need to get somebody down here. I mean, there are people just stood in the cars looking. It's quite bizarre. I went out and looked at this guy here in Bromley and there is a bright light over, over Bromley as well. So I think it's probably something perfectly normal though, or either that, or it's um, an alien mothership. Just because it says the Twilight Zone in it doesn't necessarily mean it is the Twilight Zone. Ah, Watkins, you're coming out with a load of dribble here. It's a soup special, ladies and gentlemen. I raise your minestrone with an oxtail. Is that your wife giggling in the background? You shouldn't be listening to this, you think it's rubbish! (laughs) She's chuckling. You're making a chuckle, she's getting there. Vegetable. Sorry, it's so crap you can't believe it. Well, tough! (laughs) Go and watch the telly! Vegetable. Sorry, say that again? Vegetable food. Sorry? Vegetable. And out of the strong came forth sweetness. Inside Kai's mind. No, oh, don't insult me. Here's a bit of lateral thinking for you and your listeners. Ah! Ah! I saved your show again! Yeah, again! <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh, I love it when it's really warm. Are you a Bovril fan or...? Oh, yeah, I like it. We don't expect it 100% perfect on the first show. Hello, Peter. Hello, Kai, my Facebook friend. Did you have a good Christmas? Of course I did. I got drunk. You in this big going. Barbara Streisand, 1969, and he's got Louis Armstrong in it. The best film ever made. Leek, parsnip, turnip, peas, carrots... And then just your sock, and then your chicken. Hey, you'll be in your coffee to bit of our ass, you bone mates, too. It's like not having meat in a shepherd's pie. It's not a shepherd's pie anymore, is it? It's not, is it? What was that all about? Shepherd's pie. <laughs> the home of great music. Yeah, we're back with TFF and it's another Friday, Friday, March the 6th and we're with you through until 10 o'clock. Chatting about various things, playing some great music, basically getting you ready for your weekend. If you want to get in touch, you can do 01623 000. Line 2, Mr Leprechaun is the first caller of the night. Hello. Top of the morning to you, sir. Top of the morning to you as well. Yes, sir. Uh, I've got a little something for you, actually, tonight, sir. What have you got? I've actually uh, snuck backstage at the uh, Palace Theatre. You know, they're doing Annie that you watched last night, sir. Yeah, I went along to see Annie last night at the Palace Theatre. Fantastic production. So you're actually there tonight? Yes, I am, sir. I've actually snuck in backstage. I tried to be a little bit more quieter, sir. Okay, so you're going to give us sort of updates from behind the stage at Annie tonight? Yes, sir. Wow, looking forward to that. I'll even try and get hold of some of the uh, cast members and see if I can get them to talk to you, sir. Sounds good to me. OK, sir, I'll have to go. I think they're actually uh, due to be starting soon, sir. OK, take care, bye. All right, see you later, sir. 
Okay, so that's a turn up for the books. Didn't know about that. We're going to be hearing live reports from Annie down at the Palace Theatre in Mansfield tonight. I went to see it last night. Going to be talking about that on the show this evening. Also talking about, hopefully with you, on 01623 zero. the magic of the pantry tonight. We are talking pantries. You're thinking, what? Well, you know, this week in the newsroom, hot, hot topic of discussion, the pantry. Because I think it's it's dead. The pantry is dead along with the, the cubby hole or something like that. Do you still have a pantry? What do you keep in your pantry? Where did pantries come from? Tonight we're celebrating the pantry here on TFF. Because we don't talk about, you know, the news and the terrible financial situation. No, 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 we talk about pantries on this show. 01623 Want to speak to somebody who can tell us exactly what a pantry is? What is indeed a pantry? I would like to know. 01623 is the number. Mansell 103.2, they have a great music playing. Um, a bit of Genesis and Invisible Touch on the show. 13 minutes past seven. That Friday feeling back through until ten. Lofty will be on the programme later on, getting himself ready for the classic rock show here on Mansell 103.2. And, of course, this particular programme is your programme. If you want to get in touch, you can do on 01623 You can set the agenda if you want, if you want to talk, talk about a particular thing. This evening on air, you can give us a ring and we'll get you on. But we're talking about the magic of the pantry on tonight's programme. So what is indeed a pantry? Is that a cupboard you can walk into? What do you keep in your pantry? Do you still have a pantry? Is the pantry dead? I want to find out. 01623 is the number tonight. Also, I want to talk about jitties, snickets, alleyways. They used to be cool when I was a kid. They've got a bad name for themselves now. Why is that? Do you know of a great alleyway that you want to tell us about? 01623 What's your favourite jitty and why? You can tell us the gruesome stories here on the show tonight. Oh, yes, um, yes, you you heard that I went to see Annie this week at the Palace Theatre, the uh, the Operatic Society, Mansell's Amateur Operatic Society, are putting on the performance. Um, they've got one tonight, which Mr Leprechaun's managed to break into. Also, two tomorrow as well. I went to see Annie. I've never seen Annie before. It's the small kid, you know, the orphan with the red hair, who ends up knocking around with a billionaire. I've never seen it before in my life. And now I have, and I understand why they've done it, because it has a backdrop of the Great Depression in America. And therefore there is um, parallels which you can draw from the situation here in the UK and across the world now, today. You are Annie, and you will get through the credit crunch. We're talking about... Feel Good Factor movies on the show tonight. What puts a smile on, on your face? Was it Annie? I've never seen the movie. I've only seen snippets of it. I thought it was a, a girls' movie when I was a kid. I thought it was for girls, not for boys. Is Annie really sort of Oliver Twist for girls? Isn't it the same story? It's an orphan and... He goes to spend time with a billionaire and then has to go back and stuff. No, nothing like that, I'm being told by producer Christoph. Well, he's obviously an expert. What else have we got here on tonight's show? Yeah, so if, you, if you've if got a, a Phil Factor 
uh, feel good factor um, film you want to tell us about that we should all watch over the weekend, then give us a call on 01623 zero. And um, also, we're talking theme songs tonight, because I think I have found the best ever theme song ever. Um, last week, we had a bit of fun with theme songs. I kept on pretending that I didn't know what songs were being played down the phone to me. I actually did. I knew what they were. I was only teasing. I was just trying to get a rise out of your love. And I think I did. Um, and I think the best theme tune of all time is The Rockford Files, of course, starring Jim Rockford as a detective... He was great, and I'm going to play that a little bit later on. So what's your favourite theme tune? 01623 000 is the number. This is quite a good theme tune. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Red. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Red. Keep for yakety-yak the street and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. the makers of the program are trying to do there is is make you think that the person at the end singing I am Mr. Ed is indeed a horse but it's just a man putting on a very deep voice so he's like listen to this I am Mr. Ed didn't pull the wool over my eyes but it's a cracking theme tune what's your favourite theme tune 01623 000 on the line man so 103.2's breakfast show host John B. Tannen and I am John B. Tannen <laughs> is, that, is that a horse? yes Oh, hello. Oh, hello. It's a talking horse. Hello, good evening, sir. How you doing? No, oh, not so bad. Good, ma'am. Um, just like to raise a few uh, issues. But the issues? Yeah. Oh, yes, I must say this. Last night when we went to go and see Annie, I went along with John B. Tannen. It was fun, wasn't it? It was good fun. We was um, discussing the dog on air. It yeah, was, yeah, there is a dog in Annie, yes. Tell us about that. The dog, uh, last night it was Scruffy. I don't know if it's Scruffy tonight. It may be Honey. Who knows, you know, the dog's got his own stunt double because he can't work that well. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be good fun. We'll have to sort of interview the dog on the breakfast show. Bring him in. Well, the thing is that he obviously got a very good contract, the dog, because it only works every other night. That's brilliant. He's got a good agent. Yeah, but there's a slight continuity here. They're like two different dogs, two different colours. I didn't know that. Did they get both dogs on last night? I wasn't watching the dog too much. I'm allergic to dogs, you see. If, if I look no. at a dog for too long, I come out in a rash and I can't breathe. No, last night, if you looked, as you went into the foyer, there was pictures of the dog. Was there? Yes. Oh, right, because I suppose that's the star of the show. There was lots of ah. Oh. Yeah. Bless. No, so, come on, Annie is a feel-good factor thing. Have you yeah. got any feel-good factor things yeah. you want to tell us about? Saying that, Annie, it's remarkably like Stuart Little, isn't it? The old parents come looking for him and try and... You know, okay. Black some money out of them. But so you're saying that Annie is basically, uh, well, Stuart Little is a version of Annie, yeah. but with a cartoon mouse. mouse. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen Stuart Little. Another another thing I haven't seen. Reason why? Because it looks rubbish. It's great. It's the voice, of course, of um, the guy from Back to the Future. Uh, Marty McFly. Yes, that's the one. That that would be who did that? Uh, Michael Crawford. No. No. Um, who's the, who's, what's the Michael guy? Michael Caine. Michael J. Fox. That's him. We've got it. Yeah. Um, and another thing I want to bring up before I disappear, because I'm, you know, very busy this evening, preparing for Monday. Um, pantries. 
Pantry, yes. Tell us about your pantry, John. Do you no, have a pantry? I no, I haven't got one, but... Then what, how can you tell us about it if you haven't got a pantry? You, no. don't, know, you don't know enough about pantry. Auntie Madge, I was always fascinated by her pantry. Your, your Auntie Madge's pantry? Yeah. yeah. Two shelves and a fridge. Brilliant. What, were, what, what is a pantry? It's just like a little room that they keep food, tins and pickled eggs and gherkins and strange jars of food you don't want to really eat as a child. Okay, so um, you used to go in there, but you were scared of the pantry? Or? I was scared, yeah. I never knew what was in there, because there was no light in it. Well, surely you would have a light in the pantry, so you could, you know, you could find the stuff on the shelves. You wouldn't not, go in there in the dark. Not in Auntie Maggie's pantry. It was very scary. Sounds, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like a George Formby song. In Auntie Maggie's homemade pantry. Without me light on in the dark. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to write a song about that. And uh, theme tunes, before I go. Yes. To Space 1999, which I love. And the theme from Follyfoot. How did that go? Because I, cause I know, I know Follyfoot, but I don't know how it goes. Um, uh, it starts with that. It's the settlers in it. Down in the meadow where the wind blows free. That one. Down. It sounds, sounds a bit right. Lightning tree. That one. Down below where the wind blows free. Wind blows free through the lightning tree. Da, da, da. The lightning tree. If somebody's listening out there, if you could play us that down the phone, that would be remarkable. Um, 01623 Thank you for your call, John. It's a pleasure. Tonight, celebrating the magic of pantries. What is a pantry? He, he remembered Auntie Madge as pan. Is it Madge? Or Maggie? I don't know. Auntie, Auntie Moses. Auntie Moses' uh, pantry, um, and he was scared of it. So there you go. But what is indeed a pantry? It's not just a cupboard with food in it. And when you put other things in the pantry, like, for example, you could hang your coat in the pantry, does then that make it a cubby hole? Or is a where does a cubby hole go? Does that go underneath the stairs? Where is a cubby hole? Where's your cubby hole? 01623 zero. I'd like to take a look in your cubby hole if possible tonight. Um, so uh, please get in touch because we're celebrating the magic of those little rooms in your house that um, we sometimes call pantries. But you might call yours something different. Because um, people have different words or different names for different things, don't they? Like, for example, the other topic tonight, alleyways, jitties, snickets. Um, what, general is another one, isn't it? What do you call your nearby alleyway? Do you remember a reminiscence in an alleyway? 01623 They've got a dirty name. Ever since the days of Jack the Ripper, those alleyways, they've got a bad name. And you can sort of understand it. But um, maybe um, you had your first kiss in an alleyway. I want to know about that. Also on the show tonight, talking theme songs. If you've got a favourite theme song, give us a call 01623 Mine um, is the Rockford Files. You probably noticed that from listening to the show because I do play it an awful lot. Man still 103.2, the Happy Great Music. Friday night, March the 6th, it's at 7.27. Harpo movie star. 01623 if you want to get involved on tonight's show. It's kind of like a phone-in programme. Just for fun, though, tonight. Not talking about serious matters. The programme you need for that is left, right and centre. Coming back in two weeks' time, every Wednesday between 1 and 2. On the line now, the Crafty Cockney's over in Shirebrook. Hello, Crafty. Hello, mate. All right? Yeah, not so bad. What you got for us? I've got that tune you want. Want it? What, the Folly Foot one? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, play it for me. Here we go, then. How's that? 
I like that. That sounded a little bit sort of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory-esque. I've never heard that before. Yeah, with an horse. Yeah. L- and I've got my favourite here, if you'd like to hear it. A chocolate horse. Yes, go for it. Uh, I won't tell you what it is, you guess. Here we go, then. There you go. Starsky and Hudge. Nah, no, I don't know, know. What, I don't know what it is. Uh, but th- that would be brilliant, though, as Starsky and Hutch, wouldn't it? Uh, don't think so. No, uh, okay. If we was playing a competition, yeah, um, this would be disqualified because it's French. It's French? Yeah. So your favourite theme tune is a French theme tune? Well, the programme, yeah, because it's such a bad dub, and it's brilliant. It's Hector's house. Oh, I didn't realise that Hector's house um, was a French um, TV programme. Yeah, unfortunately it is. Probably the best thing out of France. <laughs> the only good thing ever to come from well, France. I didn't, I didn't say it was good. <laughs> you said it was your favourite, though, so that surely you would yeah, say it was well, good. Well, yeah, well, I would think so, wouldn't I? But uh, these others might not. Yeah. And um, Channel, what do we call the channel? Yes. Well, the one from here to France, oh, it's unrepeatable on, on the airwaves, what I'd like to call okay, it. OK, right, OK. Well, we're not talking about sort of channels, i.e. sort of English channel. We're talking about... I think that you uh, misheard the one me. up the side of my house. Generals. right away. Yes. Paying up the year old. All right, OK, tell us about this. It's interesting. I like a bit of um, NIMBY stuff. Go on. Well, what it is, it's a public right away, And if anyone falls on it, they can claim off of me. I can't block it. I can't do nothing with it, but I have to insure it in case. Well, how come How come that it's your fault? Because if it's a public right of way, you, you don't have anything to do with it, surely? It's not well, yours. Well, it's one of them. No, it ain't mine, but it's mine to maintain. If a big hole appears in it, oh, I've got to fix it. it. Does that happen often? Uh, no, unless the pit caves in. Yeah, well, there's a bit, you know, a bit of substance across the whole area, man. Yeah, well, it's been there since 1902, since they sunk the pit, and these pit houses, and they've got a channel every... Seven houses up the edge of every block. So you're calling them channels, so that's... Well, and no, you're... I'm calling them something that's unrepeatable on the radio. OK, well, but they say that you weren't using the rude word for them, you would call them a channel. I would call it a channel, yeah, because that's what they call them up here. OK. I thought they were chitties. Well, I thought chitty was a little note you went and got something free with. No, that's a chitty. Oh, close, wasn't I? Yeah, you were close. Thank you very much for that. All right, oh, mate. I did You're like welcome. that Hector's house one. That sounded kind of cool. Do you want a bit more before Yeah, go, go on, go on. Go on, then. Here we go. <laughs> I like that. Thank oh, you. Off today. Oh, my goodness. It's a relief to get back home again. Oh. That's Hector. I can't believe it. It sounded a bit like Mr. Ed the horse. Does it? I am Mr. Hector. Yeah, well, you know what it is. They had to use the dog because the French, they eat the horses, don't they? Right, OK, thank you. All right, cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Um, hello, line two. This is the Mad Pixie, yes? Yes. Listening me. where? Yeah. In Mansfield? Yeah. OK, yeah, I am. yes. Yes, I am, definitely. Yeah. I was going to play this, the uh, five-foot theme tune, don't but play it I've again. got one of my favourite... Oh, I've got one of my favourite theme tunes. OK, go on, Hang then. on. Just a good old boy. Never mean it all. Hear that? Yeah, to hear it perfectly. <laughs> you should do this all day. I'll stop it now. Daisy Duke. <laughs> yeah. Daisy Duke, we love you. Like the Dukes of Hazard one. 0163 Um, If you want to give us a call. Uh, Mad Pixie, so you're a big fan of the Dukes of Hazard? Yeah. 
Yeah, I like Deuce and Buster. What was it about it? Was it the two nubile men? Mm, maybe. Because I've noticed a theme with you, having spoken to you over the years, that you do like things with nubile men in them. Mm, I, I don't know how you get that idea. Now, okay, now, I want to I speak to you. You're a lady. Not saying that ladies know more about pantries than men. Okay, before I get into trouble, <laughs> do you have a pantry? Mm, no. What did you used to have? Have you ever had a pantry yes, in your life? Did. Tell yes. me your pantry story. Everybody's got a pantry story. No, no, it was just a just a little room off the off the kitchen. It had an old fashioned stone that we kept. It was cold that you kept cold stuff on. Like cheese and milk and stuff, because when I was a little kid, I didn't have a fridge, so we kept milk and cheese and stuff like that that you wanted to keep cold on it. Okay, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a larder and a pantry? What's going on there? Mm, nothing, really. They're just different names, I suppose. Are you saying that's the same thing? Same thing. I mean, you know, my grandma used to call her as a larder. Okay, right. I'm going to make you tonight our pantry expert. I need you to do some research on pantries. Okay, we need to go away, use the internet, and I want you to tell us about everything about pantries, where the, where the name comes from, what are pantries, how many pantries there are in Britain today. <laughs> I need all the information. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. So I expect to hear from you later. Okay. Very important job. Okay, thank you. Hello, line three. Hello. Line three. Hello. Hello, who's this? Is that me? Yes, you're on. Who is this? Ian. Hello. It's Helen. Hey, how you doing? I've missed you. I've missed you too. Helen, thank you for calling up. You're calling up about pantries because I really want to know what you think of the pantry. I've got a pantry. You've got one? We've got one. This is the the first... Would you like to come and view it? Well, yeah, I'd love to see your pantry. Yes. Uh, Yes, please. Um, So, come on, give us a sort of like tour around your pantry now then. Uh, you, you walk in through the kitchen door and you go in and facing you, you've got a window and under the window you've got like um, a few, like we, we keep our dishes on there, like uh, our pilot's dishes. And then when the window goes across, that's where we've got our pans out of the window's view. And uh, but on the side near the door, we've got, <laughs> oh God, what have we got? We've got like all things like, um, I don't know, like bottled stuff like brown sauce, because everybody loves brown sauce. I love brown sauce. Oh, you can't beat a bit of brown sauce. Mm. could. They don't actually make brown sauce, by the way, in this country anymore. It's quite shocking. Did you know that? I don't, I don't, I don't care, because I've gone on to Worcester sauce. Oh, you're a Worcester sauce lady <laughs> now. Oh, my goodness. Do you have that on? Because I remember seeing that telly advert where they used to put Worcester sauce on the top of cheese on toast. Yeah, that's my favorite. That- you know, that is the hangover food. What that? So cheese on toast with Worcester sauce is your hangover cure? No, because I'm, I'm not supposed to have hangovers anymore because I'm not supposed to drink, but occasionally it is a good thing. OK, let's get back to your pantry. So you've got sauce in there. Do you have any yeah. soup? Yeah, soup and uh, we, we grow our own vegetables as well. So, uh, what, so Hang on, you grow vegetables not, not in your pantry? Not in the pantry, no. No, not in the pantry okay. but we keep, we keep all the jars because we've still got the original stone. You know what you used to keep all, all your cheeses and butters and that cool on? Uh, we've still got the original stone in our pantry. And, you know, 
that's where we keep our jars for our onions. <laughs> and we do, and you can come round and check any time you want. I'd love to see your onions. So the, the, the exciting <laughs> thing here is that, that we've actually found a pantry. Now, I believe you're based on being told by Christoph in Sutton in Ashfield, so there must be a lot of, a lot of pantries still knocking about. Um, no, over that area. Yeah, 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 but not, I, don't, I don't believe everybody used them. Well, not, well, not using them as well as you're using your pantry, Helen. You're doing some damn fine work with your pantry, it seems. I know, and you know what, Ian? Yeah? We are in... What month are we? We are in March. Yes, March. And March is the gardening season. I thought, you were, when say, it I, I thought you were going to say it's the, it's the month of the pantry, because there's a month for everything now. Okay, so the gardening season begins. So, what have you got growing at the moment? Uh, we, we're just starting our cauliflowers off at the moment. Um, we, we're setting up uh, we're setting up planks for a green earth. We've got a green earth coming on Wednesday. We, we've always had just like a little tomato earth, but my dad wants a green earth now, so we're having a green earth, and um, we grow everything. Wow, you're just like it's it's a little bit like the good life around your place, isn't it? I love it. What is it that got you into this? Is this something that's a, a relatively new thing, or is this something that you've always done? We've always done it. My dad used to have allotment when we were kids, and he used to take us around. He used to take his rotavator around. It's quite sad, really. And uh, he, used to, he had a well at the uh, bottom of his allotment, and he used to pull a bucket up, and he used to tackle the pot noodle pot round. And he used to say, right, he used to put buckets up and he'd say, one pot noodle pot to every plant, you know, pot noodle pot full of water to every plant. And we used to, we used to do that. And then he, we used to shout him when we needed more. And uh, obviously it paid off. Our dad was poorly last year. And so it was a case of us, us relying on... From, from when we were kids, because obviously yes. when we got to teenagers, we, f- we forgot a lot. Yeah, so so basically all of those memories have come back and now you're well into it. Yeah, I love it. Do you grow yeah. beans? Do you, I love my green beans. We we do runner beans, we do peas. Uh, we're doing carrots again this year. We don't always do carrots because it's carrot fly, but I spoke to the lazy gardener, and my word, he is a lazy gardener because he knows more about flowers, and flowers are for lazy people. But... <laughs> no offence to him, because he did give me some... He told, he told me something good about uh, cutting come again lettuce, and uh, which which I was I was grateful for. And um, but yeah, yeah, we do uh, leeks, onions, taters. Um, what else do we do? Pumpkins. We do pumpkins too. Oh wow, this is good stuff. Right, yeah. right Helen, I'm coming around your house. We're gonna have a look in your pantry, and I'm also gonna have a, a go at your beans as well, if possible. Only if I can cut your hair, Ian. Everybody wants to do that. I'm thinking that I'm actually going to have it cut next week, so there you go. No, Now no. you all I, know. I, th- I think you've got lovely hair. Hey, do you want to run your fingers through it? No. OK, fair news. Thank you very much, Helen. I want, to, I want to run my crimpers through it. Oh, my goodness. You can just imagine me with crimping. I look like one of those 80s rock stars. That's good. Yeah. Rock and roll! <laughs> See you later. Oh, I love this song. It reminds me of a man called Jamie McGee. South of the border. Hi, Jamie. Hello, how are you doing? Very good. 
Why does everybody keep going on about your air all the time? I don't know what it is. I think they just want, they all want a piece of me. What I yeah. think I'm going to do is, I'm going to, you know how they used to, in the olden days, used to lop off bits of hair and send them to people, sweethearts. I'm going to send everybody <laughs> a bit of my hair. And uh, some of you may be looking and get some pubic. So yeah. then, uh, <laughs> what right. have you got for us? Right, my favourite theme tune has got to be Star Wars, hasn't it? But the thing is, I've got, I've got about 200 on this uh, Jazzler thing here. So um, there's like loads to choose from. So okay. I'll play you Star Wars, isn't it? Brilliant. Is this the Cantina tune? <laughs> Rob Benet's going to be getting crazy right now. I know he is. He loves Star Wars. You get that? Yes, yeah. I liked it. Have you got the Cantina one? That's my favourite um, song from Star Wars. Oh. I'll have to look that up. I've got like nine CDs or something like full of theme tunes. But there's all Night Rider. There's loads. There's Dallas, Magnum PI, Sex in the City. Do you want the Sex in the City? Oh yes, please, like that. Yeah. Yep. How'd you like them apples, baby? <laughs> They're juicy! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Nice one, man. Well, um, to phone back later with your pantry story. And, oh, I, uh, I ain't got one. <laughs> that? Everybody's hey. got a pantry story, man. No. I no, went no. in the pantry once to get some Tate and Lyle golden syrup. And on the side oh. of it, there was a lion with bees coming out of it. Yes. We did that last week, didn't we? Yes. Speak to you later! All right, bye. Hello, Line 3. I believe this is Johnny Arzenfaz and calling from Froome. No, not tonight. I'm not in Froome tonight. Where are you? I'm in Filton in Devon. Filton? No, Filton near Bristol. Sorry, oh. I thought I was in Devon. <laughs> oh, you don't even know where you are. <laughs> are you... I was in Devon always. Are you on the cider? Are you on the cider? No, I don't drink. Oh, no, that's good then. Yes. So you don't drink your profits? Well, I don't. I told you. I don't know how many times I have to keep explaining this, right, to everybody. I am not one a cider farmer or two an animal farmer. I am arable. I don't produce apples. I produce rapeseed. You're an animal. No arable. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very good. So um, you're raking it in then, like all farmers. Yeah, I, 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 I get what I do. You see, is I produce a lot, right, and I chuck a lot of it away. And the European Union pays me a lot of money to chuck it all away. It's great. Well, it sounds good. You know, they, they, there's all kinds of things um, that all the farmers have going for themselves. And the moment, ruses to, to, to get um, that European money that we all want to get our hands on. So have you got a pantry story? Because I'm guessing the farmers have some damn large pantries. Well, I don't actually live on a farm anymore. I, I live in an executive flat in Froome. Uh, I, I leave the farming to the farmhands. Uh, but I, I do. I, I suppose I do have a pantry story. Um, let me think about my pantry. Yes, my pantry. We're in the farmhouse where I grew up. If I want you to picture this, how much time have we got for this pantry story? Is it a slow burner or a quick one? Well, the thing is, though, I always find that pantry stories tend to be quite short because um, not much exciting happens in the pantry. But if you've got a long one, well, why don't you show it us? Well, let's see now. I went into the pantry. And what I, oh no, actually I don't have a pantry story. I'm really sorry. I, I went in a pantry. There was some butter there and some bread and a pig hanging upside down with the blood draining out of him to make ham. 
But other than that, I don't think there was any uh, anything interesting happening in my pantry. <laughs> how, how are you, Ian? Though, how are you? I'm very good. I'm, I'm, I did want to know about... Pa- the thing is, right, I've got some topics here, and I, and I want people today to try and stay on topic. On topic. Are you, like, are you slow-filtering the topics out? Like, when you feel like the pantry's exhausted, you'll drop another 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 topic into the mix? I actually dropped them all into the mix to start off with because I knew that the, the pantry would be pretty much exhausted after about five minutes. I'll run through what I've got. And There's not so much you can say about pantry. Yes. Well, well, panty. There's lots pantry. you can sorry, what are you pantry. About? Sorry. Um, jit- America, knickers over here. <laughs> okay. Um, jitties. Google. J- jetties. Jitty, not jetties. They're, they're jitties. Gen- oh, yes. Genels alleyways. Genels. Yes. Is that some kind of northern thing? Oh, I did meet a northerner today, and he said, "How much?" I think he was from Yorkshire. Are you in Yorkshire? <laughs> Is Mansfield in Yorkshire? No, no. Uh, we're in Nottinghamshire. Oh. What, Do you what? like Chester Field? Oh, please. <laughs> Not our favourite people over here. Are they like hillbillies? Uh, maybe a little bit. Are they a little bit dense and inbred? I wouldn't like to say that. That's not the line, then, that you're taking. They're um, friendly people. I, I'm taking the line that <laughs> this says it all. Yes? Ian, we were talking last week, and I just wanted to congratulate you. I did. I wanted to congratulate you on you devoting so much time to fundraising for small, fluffy animals and uh, children that look sad. Ah, thank you. Yes, like I do shaving, a lot of that. Shaving off your hairs. Well, yeah, I'm going to shave it all off, I've decided. Why are you shaving this time? You've decided. I'm not that anyone's putting any pressure matter. on you. I quite like the idea of shaving the parson's nose. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you, actually, I'll let you go because I want to tell people about this idea that I've got and I want to see whether they're in for it or, Why is or it? not. Well, you, what's the idea? Well, the idea is that I've, I've got a, a passion for the film and the soundtrack, Flashdance. Oh, I, I remember that film. Jennifer Beals. Yeah. What a feeling. She was fantastic, wasn't she? She was very limber. I'm not a big fan of the uh, Jennifer Lopez version. I think, like, all things in that are 80s should stay in the 80s. I get very nostalgic for old Vauxhall adverts. Me I too. I watch them on YouTube, you know. Yeah, I watch adverts on YouTube as well. I quite like the Follow the Bear one, and then there's also that... Hofmeister. Yeah, that, that one. And, all, and all other good beers available at your local well, supermarket. You can't get Hofmeister anymore, so don't worry. I don't think you can get it anymore. If you, right, watch old car ads on, like, YouTube... All the voiceover people are the same. Now, you missed a trick there, because I think there is big money in that voiceover business. And do a voiceover for me for, like, a car now. Okay. I'll r- see if you're any good. Right now. I'll give it right a go. Now. What kind yeah. of car are we talking about? Is well, it, it doesn't matter, does, does it? it? Any no? car. Okay, any car. Non-specific car. Are you ready? Do yes. I, need, I need some music for this, I think. Um, let's, let's try let's, some breaking... NST. You could be driving the new car. Coming to you from... The Car Factory. It's blue. It has four wheels. It's a car. And you can get it really cheap now because people aren't buying cars. That's true. Yeah, okay. Is that all right? Can I just give you my verdict on that? Go on. I, I, the tonality of your voice was, was, was... I felt a little insincere. Do you think so? Yeah, I, I was trying to sell that, man. I want you to buy this car. Well, you just told me it was a car. You didn't tell me what the car would do for me. Okay, wait a second. Let's try again, then. 
I think maybe it's the music that that No, well, the music's fine. It's just the insincerity and mocking tone in your voice. Okay, try this then. Would you like to buy a car? A really great car. Oh, you got to stop you now. What? Stop. Stop. Yes. That's only going to appeal to northern people. <laughs> Why is that? Because it just sounds like it's just northern. Am I being northernist? Yeah, a little bit. And it seems oh, like this goes out in I the northern region. You. I know. I think you're in the North Midlands. Okay, you ready? We're going to try one last time. Hello, would you like to buy a car? It's a fantastic car with wheels and stuff, and you can get from A to B really quickly, but as long as you keep to the speed limit. Oh, you got to go. That's but- terrible. That's French. <laughs> we love the French here, um, and uh, we'll continue after these messages. 01623 zero. Music on the way next from Prince. Manson, one of three points in the homegrown music. That's the best line in that. You must be a limousine! Little Red Corvette. Uh, Prince, one thing that I will always regret is not getting tickets to go and see Prince do his gigs at the O2 Arena a couple of years ago. So I don't think he's going to perform his hits again. Which is a bit sad. But somebody who is... Big news this week, eh? Michael Jackson, Mr. Clefchin, Mr. Bumchin Jackson, as I now call him. He's back. I fancy going. The tickets go on sale, I believe, next Friday, so a week today. 50 to 75 pounds to get yourself in there to hear him do all of the hits. And he's doing 10 nights, I think. On the 18th of July. I think that's right. I'll get Christoph to do a little bit of research on that. Fancy going to see Jacko. And he did say in his disjointed press conference, that's what they were calling it today, the disjointed press conference, that um, this will be his last ever gigs in the UK until he needs more money. And then he'll be back. <laughs> he will be. Trust me. Aha, yes, uh, we, we actually have a bulging mailbag this week, all one letter. Uh, thanks to David for getting in touch. He sent this along. It's quite nice, this. He sent me two little poems. I think they're limericks. I'll give them a go for you. The first one is about Clara Elise. I'm in Morning Show Presenter. She's back on Monday from 10 o'clock, 10 till 2, every working weekday. It says here, there was a young woman called Claire, Elise, with crazy red hair. She sparkled a lot on our mid-morning slot with oodles of gills to share. It's oh, good, that, isn't it? Uh, we'll stick that on our website, mansa103.co.uk. And here's the one for TFF. Not too sure about this one, David, if I'm honest. But we'll give it a go anyway. There was a TFF show produced by Watkins & Co. It had all the panache of an unwanted rash. You just had to scratch and let go. This is sound like the show's a venereal disease or something. Says at the bottom here, a little written note. Cheers, my dears. Have fun. I hope you like them. Excuse my warped sense of humour. Worth a stamp, David. To, to a second-class stamp. That's what he sent this fantastic stuff. Keep them coming if you want to write to us. Um, TFF Caravanser 103.2. NG182AH. I've also got the um, studio email thing working now. And a little bit... I don't know whether I should read this out because we actually have an official pantry person who's dealing with all the pantry facts that we need. But I've got some pantry facts here sent through by uh, the Crafty Cockney and Sydney. Sydney. Cindy in Shire. In fact, Crafty's on two now. Um, sorry for calling you Sydney, Sydney. Sydney? Hello, Sydney. Cindy. Crafty, sorry. I've got my knickers in a twist here. Hello, mate. Sorry. Yes. Um, I've got the Oxford Illustrated Dictionary here. OK, yeah. Uh, this, this is astounding, this. Uh, under pantry. Room in which bread and other provisions... Or butlers, 
housemaid. Played from Lowend and Pantryman, Butler and his assistant. Well, see, the, a, a butler could be a pantry. Oh, that, oh it might weird. be where the butler keeps his gear. Could be. What, kind, now, of, what kind of gear? Anyway, forget the pantry. Let's oh, move on. OK. Um, <laughs> Um, are you shaving your beard up with charity? I've already shaved it off. I actually shaved it off today. Oh, you didn't say that. Uh, sorry. Um, right, well, anyway, listen. Yeah. I've got a Charles Darwin here to send in to you, then. A Charles Darwin? Yeah, that's a tenner. A tenner? OK, yeah. that's good, because, look, the thing was, I was going to talk about the possibility of doing a charity, a TFF charity night. Yeah. And the idea was that because we talk about Flashdance all the time on the show, we yeah. could get in touch with the local cinema, which I did do a while back, and say, could we put on Flashdance? And we'd invite people along, pay money at the door, and that money would go to charity, and we'd all watch Flashdance and have a great night. That one, you yeah, that one, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, the idea yeah. would be that we would watch that, we would make money for charity, so we'll stick that tenner into the bag. But I, I have an idea for a charity, but until I know that this event is definitely going ahead, I'm not going to mention what it is. Okay, so then, I, I do have a place for that money to go, so thank you very much. Well, I appreciate it. You know I do a bit here and there, and uh, I've actually made a little video which might go on YouTube to show where people are actually make the money for charity. Brilliant. Well, I look because, forward to seeing uh, that. It's been a trade secret for a little while. Ooh. But it involves empty aluminium pop cans and a scrap man and uh, manufacturer's vouchers. Right, OK. So I'll look out for that then. All right. Well, do YouTube tell us when you put that, it up mate. on YouTube. I've got some I've got some videos up on YouTube. Not naughty ones. Don't allow really ones. No, on no. I'm, here. I'm involved in one of them, I believe. Yes, I believe you are. I believe I am. I have uh, listened to it. And uh, when you start your competition, maybe next week if you're on for a long spell, I hope you get some good teams together this year. Oh yeah, for the for the LPL. Oh, great thing, great news is that I'm on, and well, for the next twelve weeks. So is that there good you go. news then. I'm going to be on all the way through until summer. Is that good news? I th I think it is. Um, oh, for oh, you, I think it is. Good. That's good news. <laughs> <laughs> thank okay, you, mate. Thank you, Crafty. Uh, that Charles Darwin will be dropped in or sent via uh, the email or some way. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate I'll it. I'll get it to you. And them tapes that you've still been waiting for for I'm too long. I'm still waiting, yes. You are, mate. Oh, I'm Th sorry I ain't That's all right, mate. Don't you worry. OK, then, mate. See take ya. care. Bye. Take there care. we go. That's it. He's a lovely fellow, that guy. Love him. Love him to bits. Um, we're going to take some ads, and then we'll take some more calls. If you want to get in touch, 01623 Thank you very much to David for sending in those fantastic limericks. Um, we'll stick those on the Mansa 103.2 website on the TFF page soon. Um, it's coming up to 8 o'clock. Mansa 103.2, the home of great music. Gladys Knight's Midnight Train to Georgia. Seven minutes past eight. Online three, Russ in Warsaw. Hello, Russ. Ian, are you alright, Doc? Yeah, not so bad. What you got for us? You were talking about pantries before, weren't you? Yeah, tonight is a pantry special. Yes, I, mean, I thought that. I mean, I thought you were talking about pantries and I was thinking about women, but end of day, no, pantries. If I remember rightly, just after the miners' strike, when we were living at Mead and Vale, we had a pantry in the kitchen. Hello? Yes, you had a pantry in the kitchen just after the miners' strike, 25 years ago. Yes, I was uh, I was a youngish lad, youngish lad then. And um, all I can remember is we used to go in there. It was like a walk-in wardrobe for food. And always on the bottom of the pantry, there used to always be bottles of Cresta, lemonade and limeade and stuff like that. Can you remember Cresta with the bear on them? No, I don't. They don't do that anymore, do they? No, I know they don't. So I never ever knew what was on the top shelf. 
of the pantry, which was like a walk-in wardrobe for food. Well, so, I've heard that they have very strange things um, <laughs> on top shelves in pantries, and they obviously keep them there um, so that the kids don't get hold of them. <laughs> so, you know, for example, booze. So you've got your, your lemonade-type-based um, um, substances on the bottom, which you can easily get to, but you would want to have something on the top shelf that you didn't want the kids to get hold of. Well, I used to always get to the second shelf and find spam. Spam? Mm. And we had spam fritters for dinner most of the time. I quite like spam, actually. It's the same. You want a spam afternoon then, don't you? Spam you gets a bad press, OK? Yeah. And maybe you we should do a spam special at some point. You, you've got a fry in You want chip shop batter, round spam, round a slice of spam. You want to try that in the, in the frying pan. It is lovely. Well, I'll give that a go then, Rush. Well, thank you very much for your pantry story. You went in a pantry and you found some <laughs> lemonade. Did you know what? I'm starting to think that this probably wasn't the, the most scintillating of topics to do tonight. But, you know, we'll keep banging on anyway. Have you got a feel-good factor movie? A, a, a film that makes you feel good, Russ? Feel Good Factor movie. Don't uh, say Debbie uh, Does Dallas. No, I've got a theme tune. Okay, I'll tell us about the theme tune then. Theme tune has got to be Minder. I love that because every time Little Britain comes on, you've always got that small person on that chair. And as far as a, as far as a Feel Good film is concerned, it's got to be Rita Sue and Bob too. Rita Sue and Bob too. I'm always feeling good when I see that. Okay, well, thank you very much. We'll leave that there. As if it had been a strange <laughs> movie, that. Uh, <laughs> take care, Russ. <laughs> Hello, Ruben. All right, okay. Um, hello, line two. That'll be you. Is this Helen? I don't know whether you're still. Is it me? Yes, it's you again, Helen. Hello, Helen. Hello, Ian. Ian, you can't, you can't get rid of your hair. Look, this is a, this is a late sort of challenge to my idea. I'm just going to just cut it, you know, not, not totally hey, you off. You can't get rid of it. None of it. You can't get rid of any of it. You've got. To... You've got to grow it as long as you can. If you, if you get rid of yours, I'll get rid of mine. Oh, goodness, we don't want that. Um, I don't, well, I, can no, I just, you're good enough to keep it then, aren't you? Yeah, can I just have a trim then? No. No, I can't even have a trim. You want me to grow it as long as I possibly can, don't you? Yes. Oh, here's an interesting one for you. Apparently, um, there could... I'd save, I'd save my head for charity, definitely. See, I don't fancy doing that, but I am going to do this this gig for charity that's coming up. This hopefully this whole flash dance thing. Would you come along to it, Helen? Well, what charity is it for? Well, at the moment, I'm keeping that under wraps because obviously, if it doesn't come off, I don't want to upset that charity. But it's for a good charity, trust me. So, would you come? Uh, where will the charity event be held? Well, hopefully at the local Odeon Cinema if they let me. That's the plan. No. Okay. Well, fair dues. <laughs> I can't. I can't go. I, I panic when I go to pictures. Do you? Why is that? What is it? What is it about the pictures I, that makes I you panic? Don't know. There's, there's not enough windows. Well, no, because if there was windows, then that would sort of um, put people off watching the film. They'd be looking know, out the windows. But last time I went to pictures, I went to pictures to watch. What did you go and see? The last thing you went to see are the pictures. I think it was. I think I watched halfway through American Pie. With the one with the with, in their little with the pie. Oh, I'm just swore, isn't I? No, 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 no. I don't think I quite heard that. Anyway, dog poo, dog. Poo. Right, well, dog well, let's not go into that, shall we? So you watched American Pie? Yeah, American Pie, the the one with the dog poo. Okay, well, fantastic. I'm glad, and that's the, probably the reason why you're never going to go see the cinema again. Speak to you later, Helen. Ian. Yes. 
You've got to tell me where you're going. I, I want to shave my head for your charity if it's a good one. Right, look, I'm not... I told you where we're going to go. We're not doing any shaving. We're going to watch a movie. That's the plan. But you you can't come because you get scared when you go to the cinema. So you're going to have to you're going to have to sit out this one, unfortunately. Ian, you're not as good as John B. I know I'm not. You're not as brave. I'm not as brave as him. He's one of the bravest men that I know. Forget challenge Annika or whatever her name was. We're going to challenge you. Well, no, you're not because I don't fancy doing a challenge. Challenge Tannen. That's fine. But not me. We're doing some calls tonight and playing some music. I'm having a good time tonight, actually. Well, couldn't you have a bet on how many plaits you get in your hair? I'm not having any bets to do with my hair. Why is everybody so obsessed with it? Just leave it alone. Come on, just let me live. Well, I'll let you shave my eyebrows off. I'm not coming anywhere near your eyebrows, Helen. I wouldn't do that. I'd feel bad if I cut them off. Right, I'll speak to you later. Ian, I've only got a bit anyway. Oh, have you have you done them sort of pe- are they pencil eyebrows? They're all the beautiful. All right. Well, um, I, I'll take a look at those eyebrows when I come and see your pantry. Oh, will you come and see my pantry? Well, I said I would, wouldn't I? So you know, I we'll have to arrange it. Right. Thanks very much, Helen. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Oh, she's lovely. Love Helen. Right. Okay. Oh one sixty three trouble six trouble zero. Various things we're talking about on the show tonight include pantries. Uh, my hair, for some unknown reason, seems to come up every week. Uh, we're talking alleyways. The feel good factor. Films that give you the feel good factor. I went to see Annie at the uh, Palace Theatre. We're having a, we're having an update from Annie in the interval from Mr. Leprechaun, who's got himself backstage. Um, but basically, um, I saw Annie, never seen it before. Apparently it's a movie, very good, uh, with um, Albert Finney is in it as Daddy Warbucks. I never, I didn't know what this Daddy Warbucks thing was all about, if I'm honest. So I see that, and apparently it seems that this Annie movie is a good feel-good factor thing, and we want to put smiles on people's faces. That's what this programme's about. 0163 What puts a smile on your face? What was the la- last film that put a smile on your face? I apologise if there are any um, rude language there um, that uh, Helen spouted during that call, but uh, I'm sure it wasn't meant um, to offend. 0163 666 It's 14 minutes past eight. Man still wanted 3.2, the home of great music. It's that Friday feeling, TFF4. It's been three series before this one. If you want to find out what they sound like, well... You can find bootleg copies on the internet now. It sounds exciting. It sounds like it's illegal contraband. The TFF show, Illegal Contraband. It's weird, isn't it, to think of it as that. Um, you can go to all the w's.mickynwa.com and uh, you can find all the old shows on there, including last week's programme, which wasn't the best that I'd ever done, but um, not too bad, actually, on a second listen. Not that I listen to myself on a regular basis, Gary, but... Um, well, no, no, no one does, really. Do listen, listen back to themselves, but... I suppose maybe maybe a well, couple of times. Yeah, no, I, I do it occasionally. But, but as you say, bootleg hooky. Shh, be quiet. Don't tell anybody about it. Gary, Gary from Kirkby is on the Gary line. Gary is my name. Gary, what you got for us this evening? Because it's actually going quite well tonight, playing lots of music and lots of great calls. So, um... Oh, no, no pressure then. No, just, it's going really well, and then, then straight to Gary, and that might bring it down. See, the fact. thing is, Gary, if it's no good, I'm going to Twitter about you. Ooh, oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll retweet <laughs> if, if if that's the case. If, if that's if, the if case, that's, if that's what we're going to get. I wouldn't like. do that actually. Before we go anywhere else, yeah, um, okay. did you know that there could be a new world record set over the next two days for eating bananas? 
I didn't know that. Tell well, me more. I'm telling you now. At last week, somebody said to me, can you talk about bananas on the show? And um, then I had a few complaints. <laughs> it's an unusual request, isn't it? I had a few complaints saying that you didn't do it. Well, that's because it's not a sexy subject. That's what I said to them. But anyway, apparently there's some banana news, so I'll run through it with you. More than 300,000 people have promised to eat a fair trade banana between noon today and noon tomorrow. What's the difference between a, a non-fair trade banana and a fair trade banana? I'm not really sure. Um, residents um, in the first fair trade towns in the UK and the US, that's Garstang in Lancashire, never heard of it, and Media uh-huh. in Pennsylvania, will watch each other taking part in an attempt to eat as many bananas as possible via, via video link. So there you go. There's lots of banana eating going on. So there. lots of people are going to eat a banana and lots of other people are going to watch someone else eating a banana. It sounds... Isn't the internet amazing? Scintillating, indeed. You couldn't get that anywhere else. You couldn't. You couldn't get it anywhere uh, else. You couldn't get this kind of programme as well. R- Maybe there brilliant. should be a National Pantry Day. Maybe there should. I, I had a pantry. Tell me about in, your pantry. In, in, in an old house, but actually, well, I want to tell you about my pantry. Let's climb into your pantries. In the pantry. It was off the kitchen, obviously, as most pantries normally are. Yeah, uh, d- is it, that true? Does they have to be off the kitchen? I'm still know, waiting for my pantry expert to come through on this. Still waiting for the professor of pantry. Um, well, that's a good job title, isn't it, Professor Pantry? Let me write that down. Write that down. Mad Pixie, if you're uh, listening, you are now the professor of pantry. pantry. Yes, indeed. So my, my pantry door had a strange thing where it was a small room and the door opened inward into the room. So you had to step into the room to get anything from behind the door. Was there a light? Because some people are saying that there weren't lights in pantries because... Uh, there, there, was, there was a little light. That's uh, all right, then. There was a little light, so you could... Read. And quite, as the other guy said, some things were on the loo shelves and some things were on the high shelves. Things like uh, laundry were on the high shelves, things like the washing powder. Not quite sure why. They were sort of out of the reach of smaller children, I suppose. And the bleach and stuff like that, I'm guessing. Cause, yeah, because otherwise we'd just drink it like, you know, like, like Ribena. But obviously we do not condone that no, kind of thing no, here not. on TFF. So um, did you have any of this strange lemonade that um, Russ was talking about? No, although I do remember that, that in, in a pantry there did used to sit things. Right, You mentioned Spam. There was always a can of Spam. In anybody's pantry, I it's, think if you didn't have standard, that, it wouldn't be a pantry. There was always those type of things. And do you remember? Do you remember when when you were at school, you were asked to bring things in for like the the autumn thing? What's the thing in the autumn? The harvest. The harvest festival. You always went into your pantry to get things for your harvest festival, because you knew you could get a couple of cans and a couple of tins of something, broad beans, spam, um, to take to your to your harvest festival. And you normally did that on the morning because you forgot to tell your mum that you needed something for the harvest festival. So you just pop, pop, popped in the pantry? Popped into the pantry to see the professor of pantry about what you could take. You, it would be quite weird if there was indeed a person in the pantry. That would be kind of spooky, wouldn't it? That would be, that'd be kind of weird. On the theory of weird, um, moving swiftly to, to a weird thing, is my favourite theme tune is actually a little bit spooky. OK, right. Are you going to play it to us? Yeah, we're doing a little bit, a, a strand on today's show, just in case you're joining us, it's favourite theme tunes. This is Manchester 103.2. It's TFF. I'm Ian Watkins. This is Gary from Kirkby, regular contributor and excellent caller to the show. And he's um, he's actually phoning up like you could do with his favourite theme tune of all time. Mine is the Rockford Files. Mine is also of a similar year, similar time, I think it was, the early 80s. Or is the Rockford Files? I don't know. I'll just play it, shall I? Yeah. Yeah. I've faded it down. It's the Equalizer. Oh, wow. The with Robert Equalizer. Woodward. 
and, and actually, what's really weird is that actually it's, it's people following other people. If you, if you, if you look, you know, go onto the old intranet, it's like uh, this woman getting, trying to get onto a subway and someone's following her and it's all really weird and creepy and then Edward Woodward appears and, and equalises things. Can I say that the, the equaliser listens to this programme? Does he? Because he has phoned up before and literally just shouted... The equaliser down the phone, and and I think that means that he that is the equaliser. That means it's the equaliser. I think yeah. the equaliser listens. I, I think that is. I also found out something rather interesting today. Uh, can I can I tell you about that? Of course you can. You yeah, all the very... time in the world, as Louis Armstrong would say. Indeed, I don't, can't play the trumpet though. Um, I found out that Harry Redknapp lives about in a pantry. <laughs> no, well, no. no. He maybe he might have a very good. I'm sure that he has a very good pantry. Uh, lives about two minutes away from where I was on holiday today and came back from. And, and I'm disappointed, because apparently he was buying bread in the local shop and I didn't get to see him. You missed him. I missed Harry Redknapp. How many of your callers have missed Harry Redknapp? I, can, I, I, I bet you hardly any. Maybe we should sort of spin that. We can make that into a topic. How many people have, have kind of missed seeing a celebrity because they were, they were told to go somewhere else? I've got a story. Along those lines, I was for many years here on Mansell One Three Point Two. I used to do an impression of um, the guy who was in Bargain Hunt, uh, David Dickinson. Do you remember him? I do remember David Dickinson, an orange gentleman, the, the wily orange gentleman who spent um, his life with antiques and um, a little bit of uh, japery as well. But uh, we won't go into that. Anyways, so I, I wanted him on the show, and I managed to uh, get in touch with the people down at um, Bristol BBC, and they said, "Yeah, he will phone you um, at some point. Can't tell you when." Mm-hmm. Um, and he will do an interview for, for your show because we know you do a cracking impression, or I used to do. I don't think I could even manage it now. Anyway, so um, I, I'm told that I have to go off because here at Manchester One Three Point Two, we have a tradition: if somebody has a birthday, we have a whip round, and somebody goes out and buys them a present, and then we give it to them. And I was told I had to go and buy somebody a present, and therefore, whilst I was in Mansfield in the town centre, David Dickinson phoned up. And um, spoke to my colleague in the newsroom and said, I'm sorry, I only have a one-opportunity window to speak to Ian. It's just not very good anymore. It, it, no, it, it, it sounds... Sounds an awful lot like somebody, but not David Dickens. No, hello, I'm David Dickens. Cheapest chips. Anyway, I was better back then, and so I missed my opportunity to speak to him, so I missed David Dickinson. You missed Harry Redknapp. Who have you missed? 01623 zero. See, genius as ever, Gary. Thank you very much. Au revoir. Hello, line two. Who's this? Hi, it's Cindy from Sherbrooke. Hi, Cindy. I've got the Cress Bear Teddy advert for you. The the Cress Bear Bear advert. Telly advert. Now, this is the lemonade we were talking about. Yeah. Go for it. Is that all right for you? Yeah, it was kind of like an Elvis track, wasn't it? <laughs> sort of, yeah. Um, I think that um, it obviously wasn't that good a lemonade because it's still it's not knocking around these days. You tend to find the things that weren't that good didn't survive. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, you might be able to buy it on the internet because you can still buy things that d- apparently aren't made on the internet, which is a bit strange. So uh, are they the real deal or not? That's a question you should be asking yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. And as you run about charity... Yes. I'm doing a sponsored silence at college on Thursday for you, Comet Relief. Are you going to be able to do that? I hope so. <laughs> are, you, are you scared that you might just just shout out something in the middle of the silence and ruin your chances of getting lots of money? 
No, it's for charity. I'll try my best. Okay, well, I, I will. I will sponsor you live on air at five pounds. There you go. So hopefully, <laughs> Thank you. hopefully, you'll do a good job. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. Um, hello, line three. Good evening. You're listening to TFF, and you're calling. Hello. Hello, Ian. Yes, it is. Who's this? This is the Colonel. Uh, I want to talk about my my wife, my wife's panties. Uh, your wife's pantry? Oh, fantastic. Tell us about that. Uh, panties. My wife's panties. I'm not sure I want to hear about your wife's panties. I mean, she, well, uh, well, that's what you're talking about, isn't it? No, tonight, uh, Colonel, it, it is the pantry special talking about pantries. Oh, the... oh, silly me. I thought you said panties. I was going to say about me and my wife and our panties. <laughs> oh, silly me. Uh, indeed you are, sir. He- Hello, line four. Hello. Hello, who's this? Taxi Kev. Oh, hi, how are you doing, Taxi Kev? Long time no speak. Not too bad, mate. I missed someone. Are you here? Yeah, who did you miss? Ricky Tomlinson. Right, tell us that story. So we were in Durham last year for the Miners Gala. And we, were, we always meet on this little corner. It's like a crossroads where all the marches go by with the banners, etc., etc. And I needed a can of pop. And because I want to get a can of pop, we missed Ricky Tomlinson by 30 seconds. He'd been here about 10 minutes signing autographs. Oh! And he be Mrs. Hero. She loves him. Yeah, and he's a nice fellow as well, isn't he? Oh, he's a blinding bloke, apparently, yeah. It's a good guy, so you missed him. So, is, is there anybody else out there who missed a celeb by a few minutes? 01623 We've so far got um, Taxi Kev with Ricky Tomlinson. I missed um, speaking to David Dickinson on the phone, which isn't as exciting as meeting somebody. And um, Gary missed Harry, Harry, Re- Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp. Um, so earlier on. Thank you very much, Taxi Kev. Appreciate that. Uh, see you soon. Bye bye. He's a good guy. I like him. We, I love all my callers. Um, after nine o'clock, um, we're going to be playing the new competition here on TFF. It's called Inside Kai's Mind. Kai is a regular listener, contributor to the show, um, all-round good gentleman, love him to pieces, and he has arrived at the studios now preparing himself for this competition. You can get your hands on a copy of um, Bruce Campbell's new movie, My Name is Bruce, if you play Inside Kai's Mind. 01623 if you want to play. Basically, it's a word association game. Um, I give you a word, you have to come up with a word, and then Kai is taken to a dark room while that all happens, and then you bring him back out, and if he matches the word with your word, a bit, bit similar to Blankety Blank and how, how Terry Wogan and, and um, Lily Savage and... Who are the people... Who's the other person who did um, Blankety Blank? Forgetting now. Les Dawson, Terry Wogan, Lily Savage. Did it come back again recently? Blankety Blank. I don't think it did. They need to bring that back. It's similar to Blankety Blank, but but we've renamed it um, Inside Kai's Mind just for the, just for the purposes of tonight. So if you want to play, oh one six two three treble six treble zero after nine o'clock, get your hands on the DVD. My name is Bruce, and it's um, a normal DVD video. So pretty much everybody should be able to watch that if indeed you do win it. It's fairly busy tonight on the phones now. Hello, line two. Oh, yeah, me. Yes, it's you. Who's this? Crazy Dave. Hi, Crazy Dave from the People's Republic of Sutton. Ah, that's me. Um, pantries. Yes. I'm surprised nobody's mentioned the um, marble slab at the end. I think they've mentioned some kind of stone that kept things cold. Oh, yeah, you put your travels on it and that. So it's a marble slab? Yeah. We, well, I don't know. No, our news would be a marble one. We weren't posh all of that. Sounds posh. The Elgin marbles, for example, um, are kept in the British Museum. So maybe Crazy Dave's marbles are kept there as well. This is when I was younger, 1959, I'm on a bit. So um, when did you lose your pantry? What? When did you lose your pantry? I mean, have you still got one? No. 
When was the last time you saw a pantry, the inside of a pantry? 1978. Do you not feel like um, a, you know, a, a longing, you know, thing in your in your deep bone, saying I wish I could walk into a pantry now? No, they're, they're too cold. They were well, exactly because they were keeping no. you. I like the idea that you could go in there. It's like a safe house. For example, when people were worried about you know nuclear war and such like, I suppose we still are to 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 an extent that you could kind of go in your pantry and you could like maybe live in your pantry for a period of time before coming out, you know, and escape the the nuclear terrors. Well, our our pantry. We kept the vegetables on the floor, you know, such things as potatoes, brussels, carrots and cabbages. On the first shelf, what you could reach, were all the tin products. And on the top shelf, like the gentleman said, all the domestics, washing up powder, you know, all that. And um, I've got a tailor. I'm going to turn my radio down a bit quick second. I've got a tailor to tell. When, um, our nine-year-old, 1959, I went missing. It was me, birthday party, and my parents were looking all over for me, and neighbours were looking all over for me. They go, we were really getting worried. The only place they didn't look was the pantry. I was in there eating all the icing off the cakes. <coughs> you cheeky devil. Yeah, but I paid the price. What happened? My my dad's leather belt was a bit keen from somewhere. Oh, we were worth it. They were lovely. I like that. There's sort of like there's a there's an element of there you just thinking, hey, I took a good beating, I suppose is the the word for it, but at least I managed to get my gums around some uh, some fantastic icing. So no, I, I had teeth back then. I've got gums now. I've already got one too, now. Yeah, well, you know that's what happens. Um, eventually, all of our teeth fall out. That you can always tell when I've been around the supermarket. All the soup with just one groove in it. I've been testing it. You know, I can't. <laughs> you, look, that's a warning for you. Just watch out um, for that. Um, and if you don't go for those, you'll know that um, Crazy Dave's not had his tooth round it. Um, thank you very much, sir. I've seen Mad Pixie today. Did you? Give him my regards. I will do. Thank you very much. You're welcome. She's Bye. known as the Professor of Pantry now. Catch you later. Bye. Right. OK. Um, hello, Line 3. Uh, good evening. Hello. Hello. Oh, it's Basil. Hi, Basil. How are you? Hello. I've got no pantry stories, though. Sorry to tell you. But well, actually, I'll... quite glad about that, because I'm finding out after an hour hour and a half of the programme, it's actually quite boring, and I apologise about that. Well, I've, I've only heard about 10 minutes. I've just got in, and I'm, I'm going out again, but I thought I'd quickly ring you. You mentioned something about um, feel-good movies. Yes. You? I've got a very um, corny one. It's a wonderful life. Now, this is the one with Jimmy Stewart in, and he's made to think he's dead, or what life would be like when he's dead, Yeah. That's right, yeah. An angel comes down, and um, supposedly, and then uh, he gets to see what life would be like without him, and then uh, it's a happy ending. Do it's you very... cry? Do you cry when you watch it? No, I don't cry when I watch that. I cry um, sometimes during the adverts on ITV, but that's about all, really. A lot of people have been crying about ITV this week. Oh, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's um, going to the dogs, isn't it? I think it's going to come back. There's going to be a resurgence. I think we need more um, more celebrity get me out of here's on every week, and they'll save themselves, surely. I don't really see much of it. I mostly listen to the radio. Television gets on my nerves. Apart from uh, uh, at the races, the uh, horse racing channel. Because yeah, um, you're a, you're you're a big tipster, or would you call yourself a tipster? I guess you you just like the GGs. Yeah, it's just sort of um, hobby. That's all really. And 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 do you make much money out of your hobby? Um. No, not really. Well, I make a little bit. I think I make a, I make a profit anyway, but not a great profit. 
Right, I'm okay. not brave. I'm, I probably could make more if I was brave enough to in, invest more, but it's a bit too risky. Okay. Christoph, can we just uh, get us hooked up with Basil later? Maybe he'll be able to sort us out with a few handy tips. Right, Basil, before you go, so you, yep. you, if, you, if you've got a copy, you've got a copy DVD of A Wonderful Life, you pop it on when you want to feel good? Because I think that isn't that movie just all pretty much like not feeling good until the last moment? It's like a pleasure yeah, delayer, isn't it? That's it, it is, yeah. And the other, the other, the other film that um, I feel good movie is Fist of Fury with Bruce Lee. Oh, that's yeah. good, because he beats up lots of people in it. He does. He he, um, he beats people to, to a pulp and kills lots of people, so that's, uh, that's always good. Well, obviously, an over-18 movie. I quite like Enter the Dragon. That's my favourite Bruce Lee movie. Along with all the mirrors, yeah. And, and the nunchuckers scene, that's my favourite bit, where he sort of, like, um, shows the, the magic of spinning them round, and then when you actually use it, you just sort of thwack somebody over the head with it. Um, so, there you go. Right, thank you very much, Basil. OK, see you later. Bye-bye. Um, hello, Line 2, good evening. Welcome, Line 2, sir. Ah, it's uh, Mr Leprechaun backstage at the Palace Theatre. Good evening. Yes, I am, sir. Uh, I've got a little bit of a surprise for you, sir. What is the surprise? Well, you know how you went uh, to the show last night, sir? Yes. And what was your favourite character? My favourite character was Miss Hannigan. Well, do you know who I've actually got next to me, sir? You have got Annie with you. No, the dog. No, I've not got a dog, sir. Okay. I've got Miss Hannigan. Put her on, then. Fantastic. Would you like to speak to her? Okay, sir. Yes, please. Hello. Hello. Is that Miss Hannigan? It is indeed, yes. Well, I feel a bit bad, sort of, uh, for speaking to you, sort of like middle way through a performance of Annie, but how's it going tonight? It's going really well. Just as good as last night. Did you come last night to see it? Yeah, went to see it last night and it was fantastic. Right. And I have to say, your performance was, was pretty damn stunning. Oh, thank you very much. Now, I believe that your name is, is Judy O'Leary. That's true. Okay. That's me. And you're in this performance of Annie. How long has this been taken? How long has this taken to sort of put together, so to speak? Because it's been running all this week, hasn't it? Yeah, I think the auditions were way back last summer holidays, actually. And then we started rehearsing in September. So it's quite a long time. It's a long process, but I have to say that yeah. I've never seen Annie before, and I'm not sure I want to watch it again because I actually just want to remember it like like I saw it for the first time yesterday. Well, that's very complimentary. Thank you very much. So th- apparently, you've played Miss Hannigan before. I have at my own school. Yes. So tell in us my... tell us a little bit what you have to put into this particular performance because it's quite a character. Yes. Well, you go, I go from the view that she's just a very lonely woman, actually. And any man who walks through the door, she tries to grab. And she's not got a very great life, and that's the way I try to play her, really. You don't... You come away not feeling... Well, you feel a bit sorry for her at the end, but you don't feel too too badly against her, in a way, in no. your particular performance, I have to say. No. Now, now, you, now she's, she's a bit of a drinker. Are you drinking during the performance? Are you one of those method no, actors? No, we're not allowed to, but I do have a, a glass before I get on stage at the beginning. Just it to, get, to get in character. Get you into the spirit yeah. of things. Yeah. So, so, I mean, how you've still got a few... You've got tonight and you've got a few performances tomorrow. There's still some tickets available. I think there might be the odd one. I think it's pretty much sold out. But, yes, if you... Um if you like musicals and like good songs, it's a good show to come and see. I have to say that there is a good feel-good factor surrounding Annie, and because it's all about, I suppose, set back in the depression of, of way back when in the, in the late 20s and early 30s, it, there's kind of like a little bit of a, a correlation well, that, yeah. be, between what's Actually, happening now, and it's yeah, kind of like a good time to do this. Yeah, it's, it's quite up-to-date, isn't it, in lots of ways, really, with like the president, the new president, and the president in this having a new stance on things. So, yes, it is. Very political. Yeah, you, you guys are sort of cutting edge. Do you think we're cutting edge? Mansfield Ops, cutting edge, yes. 
And um, will you be doing when? When's your next set of performances? What are you doing next? What are you tackling? Do you know? Um, well, they do a show every year. I don't think that's been decided yet. But actually, at um, my own school, because I'm a head teacher of a primary school, we're actually doing the, uh, a rock sort of show in the summer. Brilliant stuff. And what, can I ask what school that you're at? Birklands Primary in Warsaw. So, if there's anybody listening at Birklands. This yeah. is the you should go and see your teacher. There you go. I've yeah, told him. Yeah, now. I'm like that every day. I walk around drunk and blow my whistle in the doers of salt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that a lot of the kids at the school are, are really into Annie. Yes, yeah, the, yeah. When we did it at school, we had boys and girls in the orphanage to make it fair, really. But yeah, it was a good show. Well, thank you very much for joining us. I do apologise for sort of taking you away from things That's down fine. there whilst you're actually doing it. Get back into character. Put put Mr Leprechaun back on. I will, OK. Nice thank, to speak to good you. Good to speak to you, Judy. And, sorry, Miss Hannigan. And yes. um, g- good luck with the rest of the performances. Yes, goodbye. Thanks, oh. thanks for taking the time to speak to Not me. Not a problem. No, it's fantastic. It's Bye. my favourite character in the whole thing. Well, I'm a little bit old for you, I think. You never I know. That, right. I how old you were. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to you later. Okay, bye. bye. There we go. Um, that's Studio Leary there. Um, he was a head teacher, I think. Uh, Miss Hannigan. Is that Mr. L? Are you back? Yes, sir. I'm back here. She's sir. a lovely lady, isn't she? Yes, yes, sir. So she says that apparently there are still some tickets left, possibly for tomorrow. So the best bet is to phone the box office at the Palace Theatre, 0163 633 133. And there we go. Thank you very much, Mr. Will we speak to you later? Uh, Possibly, sir. I'll see if I can get you a couple of the orphans in a bit, sir. Oh, great stuff. It's it's like our man backstage at the theatre. Mr. L, bye-bye. Bye, sir. Fantastic stuff. Tonight, it's all coming together. It's uh, 19 minutes to nine. Mansell 103.2, the home of great music. Irene Carr of Flashdance at 8.46. Guest in the studio, Crafty Cockney's here. Round of applause for the Crafty Cockney. Woo! Come on, Kai. Oh. Whoa! Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much for coming down to see us. You're welcome, mate. You've brought something with you. Um, I'm a bit... What have you brought with you? I bought a um, tin of English spam, which they don't make anymore. Do they not? So we where is this tin? Have you got it? It's next in my bag. Just pass it over to me then. Let's have a look at this. It's um, out of date because they stopped making it in 2000. Right, OK. So how come you've still got this? Is this in your pantry? That was in the bottom of the pantry. Uh, so you actually have a pantry at your place? Oh, I do. Well, it's a cupboard under the stairs in my case. So is that a cubby hole? Well, it's a food storage unit. So I'll it's a pantry it. then, yeah? It is. So that's, that's good enough for me. Right, here we go. Um, a spam. And this is the one made in England. It is. There's a picture of the of the Union Jack on the side of it, and um, it's um, it's it's looking good. I wouldn't fancy eating that if I'm honest. No, well, I bought a tray for fishing, right. but uh, decided to keep one. Never know, I might be able to sell it on charity, yeah. on eBay. Yeah, you'd have to know, but just make sure you put a disclaimer on. Don't eat that. That went out <laughs> of date at June 2000. Yeah. So, is it good actually to catch fish with that then? They uh, prefer tulip luncheon meat, but uh, you know. The upper-class ones do like a bit of spam. So, I mean, how often... Because I'm a big fan. I've always wanted to go fishing, and I've never done it. I watch a lot of fishing on the telly. I'm a big fan of that. I like the, the, the big fishing, you know, with that guy who goes out into the seas over in Australia and getting those big sharks coming out and stuff like that. But I quite fancy doing a bit of fishing. Is, is, it, is it good? Is it fantastic? Or, or, am I, or am I sort of glorifying it a little bit? Well, once you start carp fishing, you don't think you'll uh, look for any tiddlers anymore. They're uh, put up the best fighting fish in Britain in pond in lakes. Uh, Barbell are the best fighting fish in streams. When is the best time to go fishing? Is it? It's early in the morning, isn't it? No, any time. 
Any time. Yeah. And, and what's your top tip? Uh, they'll only eat when they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you know? Do they do they pop up and go? Do they come up to the top? When do you know they're hungry, basically? Uh, when you're catching them. <laughs> There's that. Okay. Well, obviously, uh, we're going to get you on as a, an expert to help people catch those fishes over the next few weeks. Um, Kai is here. You guys have never actually met before. No. No. We haven't. We haven't at all. We have now, and it's nice to meet you, Kai. Nice to meet you as well, Crafty Cotney. Right. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We all know each other now, so it's fantastic. Um, you've also brought in some tapes of, of old stuff of me, which is going to be interesting. See whether we can find any any gems. Yep. I've got uh, I've got a clip of me somewhere uh, when I was a little child, uh, which is the best thing that I have. But I can't find it right now. I really struggle to find things. Here it is. So here we are. Superb. Lionel Richie. I was a big fan of Lionel Richie when I was a child. Yeah. See, so it always, it always looked like I was going to head for greatness in the world of radio. Well, I've got a bit of footage on my camcorder of you, along with a crowd, uh, making a charity CD. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Now, we might have to have a look at that at some stage and make it available for people. Right, OK, thanks, Crafty. I really appreciate you coming in. Yep. Um, I'm going to get Christoph to come and uh, shepherd you out. Yep, good. And um, I'm going to hopefully take some phone calls. So th thanks for popping in. Appreciate Lovely. it. Lovely. Nice He's a good guy. Again, He's a good guy. Um, He's also brought in that, that tenor for charity. We'll make sure that goes to a, a good home, I promise. Right, OK. Um, Christoph is. He says, "Christoph, no, come and come and take him out, Christoph. You'll you'll notice Christoph is the man that wears a bag on his head. Um, oh, it's, yeah. it's very strange. Yeah. Okay. Hello, line four. Who's this? Hello. Is there anybody there? See you, mate. See you. Bye. Um. Hello, line two. Hello. 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 Who's this? Elaine. Love. Hello, Elaine. How are you? I'm fine. And how are you? Very good, thank you. Where are you calling from, Elaine? Cardiff. Cardiff. So you're my only sort of Wales listener, or Welsh listener. Yes. What have you got for us tonight? Well, my feel-good film has got to be Dirty Dancing. Why Why Dirty Dancing? People love the dancing. What, what is it about it? It's not the dancing. It's what? the person doing the dancing. Oh, you're saying it's the my Meister. That's it. If I say Swayze to you, what does that make you feel? Perfectly then. <laughs> he can put his slippers under my bed any day. All right, okay. Uh, he's not been very well of late, so let's wish him all the best. Um, it's, where are you? I'm, in, I'm on my last thing on the computer, being harassed. Oh my goodness! How many people are there? There. Um, there's four in my son's room, and there's me and my mate on the landing. Crikey! Now, do you have a pantry, Elaine? No, I don't. Does that make you sad, or...? No, it doesn't actually. It's left to clean. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Pantries aren't that fantastic, are they, really? No, they're not. <laughs> and I am looking forward to next week coming up to see you. Oh, so you're coming to Mansfield? Oh, of course I am on Monday. And you're going to be popping in to see us here at Mansfield 103.2? I am, because I've got a present for you. Oh, wow. And, and um, in fact, don't tell me what it is, because that would spoil it. It would, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah, so... All I'm, it's very useful. We'll reveal it uh, to everybody next Friday. All right, then. So to speak. Right, thank you very much, Elaine. OK, then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Feel Good Film from Elaine is Dirty Dancing. You like the Dirty Dancing, Kai? Yes, I do. Oh, Why? Because there's lots of ladies in. Is that all right? Um, yeah. Well, that's good then. I thought it was all about the Swayzmeister. Lots of ladies. Okay, fair dues. Um, 
What's your favourite feel-good film? Um, it could be Smoochie Films. Smoochie Films? Yes. Well, the name is Smoochie Film. Titanic. Is that a Smoochie Film? Yeah. I think there is some smooching in it, but it, it kind of ends a little bit. Not so good. It is very good. Well, yeah, it is, but the ending is a little bit, you know... What, boring? Sad. Well, not bo- no, not boring. It's sad, isn't it? No, I think it's brilliant. You think, yeah, okay, it's a brilliant film, but I'm talking about what, what happens at the end of the film. Some snogging in it. Yeah, there is some snogging, but what what else happens in the film? And the ship sinks. Yes, it does. It's still good. Yeah? yeah. It's very realistic, isn't it? You would have yeah. thought that they'd actually filmed that properly. And it wasn't exactly. all, it was all computer generated, that guy. It's amazing what they can do. So are you ready to play your competition later on? Yes, I am. I'm fully well playing my competition. Yes, Inside Kai's Mind. Inside my mind. Yes, and have you come to save the show? Yes, I am, as always. <laughs> yeah, you do. But today hasn't been too bad. It hasn't. Um, I've heard worse. I've heard worse as well. Yeah, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Right, 01623 the, um The topics that we're doing tonight... Um, oh, we've got somebody on line three. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hello, son, guess who? Oh, it's me, Mum. Hello, Mother. Evening, evening. So, wh- what are you up to? What do you think we're up to? We've been waiting for you to go back on air and do season four of your show, so me and your dad can have some umpy pumpy. Oh, right, OK. Fantastic news. Right. I beg your pardon. Horizontal jogging. I forgot we're on air. OK. Um, so, have you have you finished that now? What are you up to, um, like, for later on tonight? Hang on. Hang on. Right, we're done. Right, what were you what were you talking about? What are the topics? What are the topics your good old mum can get involved in? Well, I was talking about pantries, and the reason for that is we used to have a pantry, didn't we, on Vale Close? Um, way oh, back we when. did. Vale Close takes me back a few years. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, so, ho, oh, so... Some untoward things went on there, son. Did untoward <laughs> things. Well, we don't live there anymore, so thank, thank goodness. Um, yep, so um, but tell us about our pantry, then. I, I mean, I've already told them a little bit, but not giving them the full details. Just remind me, son. What, what did you say about it? Because there's a few stories that I know. I said that it was it was good because it had lots of food products in, and I felt that I could, if if there was a nuclear attack, we could have survived in there for probably weeks. We could have done, but you didn't mention how much stuff was out of date, did you? No, I didn't talk about that. Just like your great great granddad, tins of food way out of date by about three or four years. Would have died anyway if we'd have opened any of it. Right. But as well, a kid, we used to convince you it was safe. Okay, well, you made me eat that. That's right, we did. I forgot. Oh, right. You, you survived, only just, uh, anyway. Was I ill at certain points? Oh, you were very ill. You used to make me, dad, you, you used to make me and your dad sick, <laughs> just by looking at you. <laughs> now, then, what other topics have we got, Ian? Tonight is an interesting one, because we're taking it very very simply. We're doing a sort of formatted show, so we're talking about alleyways, jitties, gentles. Um Why have they got such a bad name? I don't know. Pass. What's the other subject? Okay. Uh, feel-good factor. Something something that gives you the feel-good factor of film, for example, because I went to see Annie this week. Oh, Annie. Uh, where did you go and see Annie? Where on earth was that song? I went to see it down at the Palace Theatre in Mansfield. It was fantastic. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Feel-good movies, in. Well, you know mine. You know your own mums, don't you? You know mine, don't you? No. Come on. You know what my favourite is, your good old mum. Come on. You like EastEnders, but that isn't a film. I like Turner and Ooch. Turner and Ooch. How can you forget? Drooling, big, slobbery dog. 
How on earth do you forget that, you muppet? <laughs> well, because you've not well, you've not watched it while I've been at the house uh, recently. I know, because you always you used to get petrified of that big dog when you were a kid. What about your dad, dad's favourite feel-good movies? Come on. Come on in, you know it. Come on, you know which ones they are. Um, two of them. The Great Escape. Porky's 1 and 2. Porky's. And Debbie Does Debenhams. And that nude scene in Carrie. <laughs> what, other, what other topics are we talking about tonight, Ian? Come on. Um, your favourite theme tune, Mother. Oh, you know my favourite theme tune, don't you? I'm not sure I do. Is it is it Turner and Hooch? No, it's the one from that DFS ad. You know, you know the one. This one. You know the, you know the one. Meet the Dillons. They needed a new sofa, and the sale was on. That one. Oh, that one. Right, fantastic. Right, OK. Well, that's not actually a theme tune. That is a, an advert. It's becoming a theme tune. It's on every five minutes, isn't it? Oh, right, OK. We will move on. Um, move on? What do you mean? I'm your mother. Don't move on from me. I never moved on from you for nine months when I was brewing you. <laughs> Look, I'll speak to you later, Mum, OK? Maybe, maybe. Depends if we lock the door. You know what your dad's like when you're away. Frisky whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, line two. Hello. Hello. Taxi Kev. Sorry about that, Taxi Kev. My mum's a little bit... All right, all right. Well, I've seen a couple of films recently. Yes. I mean, Rock and Roller. Is, uh, is that the Guy Ritchie movie? Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious, mate. I was laughing all the way through it. And it's good. Is it supposed to be funny? I think it's a bit tongue-in-cheek. Oh, right, OK. Because he does sort of... He, he does very gritty movies that, that have a bit of violence in them. Does this have violence in it? It's... Yeah, but it's comical violence. Well, like, like, like Tom and Jerry? Well, yeah. They will get up again. But if you've got to watch it, I can't tell you because I spoil it. Yeah, don't, OK, so rock and roll it, is a theme. Feel good for you. What, anything else? Uh, and uh, a slumdog. That was brilliant. Everybody's talking about Slumdog for obvious reasons. It, it, it won big Oscars and stuff. But is it is it being hyped up now? I think so now, but it was good. Here's an it interesting thing for you. Think about this, right, OK? If a film is so fantastic, OK, yeah. and it's won Oscars, how come they're advertising for people to go and see it? Is that because people aren't going to see it? Oof, no. So, that is a question it, that we it, all need to ask ourselves. It didn't look much cotton when I went to look at it, but then I thought, it was good. When I, when I got into it, it was dead good, you know? And it's basically about a boy who who, who lives in in the slums who who wins millions of pounds on on the who yeah, wants who wants to be a millionaire. But it's actually it's about his life. Right. Okay. And it's dead clever. It's a clever film. If you've not seen it, I recommend it. All right. Well, well I'll give it a go over the weekend. But rock and roller, mate. That is the best. So that, mate, that you'll be talking about that for the years to come. But they say that Guy Ricky's Guy Ricky Guy Ritchie's gone off the boil though. No, mate. It's going to be a follow-up and all. Do you think that he went off the ball because he was with Madge? Oh, she was a bit of a cow, wasn't she? I mean, she, was a, she wore the trousers a bit, I think. Yeah, it's about time he got his trousers back on. Right, well, I'll, I'll leave you to it, Taxi Kev. Thank you. All right, mate. You got that? Bye-bye. Ta-da. 01623 if you want to get on the show tonight. Uh, we're talking about all kinds of things. Uh, and uh, if you want to bring in a topic or a subject, um, I'm happy... Uh, for you to do that. And if you want to play Inside Kai's Mind, the new competition, you can do that too. Um, and you can register to play by simply calling 01623 zero. Um, I've just had um, a email through from Pete Thompson, um, the mobile man. Uh, Return of the Saint has to be up there with the best TV themes. Uh, from the mobile man. Yeah, it's a good one, that one. That's the one where the little halo appears on the top of his head, isn't it? Um, and... Um, if you would like to send me an email, you can do. Studio at mansell103.co.uk. 
Press the wrong button, Kai. That is technical issues for you. Yeah, I don't know. It happens, doesn't it, I suppose. We'll get over it. TFF4 makes you raw. Mansell one three point two, the home of great music. Yes, TFF four does indeed make you <laughs> just like the MGM lion. So if you want to win um, a copy of Bruce Campbell's new movie, it's called My Name Is Bruce on DVD, and you want to play the competition inside Kai's mind, all you need to do is give us a call now. Oh one sixty three triple six triple zero. It is a word association game, and. Uh, it's pretty easy to play. We get somebody on the line, we have a chat with you, tell us about your life and what you've been up to and what you're going to be doing this weekend. And then I give you a word, you have to come up with a word that links with that word. And then Kai comes into the studio and if you match with what Kai says, you win the DVD. It is as simple as that. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is, indeed. Yeah. Um, and um, we're looking for people to play. So 01623 666 seems to be banging on to see... What, I just want I want three people to play the competition you see tonight. It should be nice, because I've got three copies to give away. Come yeah. on, listeners. Yes. Yeah, thanks. I thought you were going to speak then, so we had a bit of feedback. I want to play a song, and I'm not going to play any Duffy this week. I'm sorry, but I am not doing it. Um, because that took sort of like the edge off the show last week. So what I am going to play is a classic track from this man. Who's this? Do you know who this is? No. Just give it a guess. Rock Your Baby. Yes, it is Rock Your Baby. Come on, who is it? It's just an- anybody. Just... No idea. George McRae. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. Amen. Take me in your arms. Rock me, baby. Woman. Take me in your arms. Rock you, baby. Mansell 103.2, the home of great music. Good evening. It's uh, George McRae and Rocky Baby. With a little bit of added extra from me and Kai. We did, it started a bit of a topic earlier on that I'm quite interested to hear more on, uh, which is, um, have you ever missed a celebrity um, by just a few minutes? Apparently, Gary from Kirkby was on holiday this week, and um, he was... He was in... I think he was, in the, he was on the coast somewhere. I think he was um, down south. And um, he missed Harry Redknapp, the football manager, by about 10 minutes in a bakery. Because he was in the same bakery and then Harry Redknapp apparently went to the bakery after him and he missed him. And then I told everybody about the story about me and David Dickinson, how I missed a phone call from him. And uh, then uh, Taxi Kev gave us a call and he told us about how um, he... um, Who did he miss? I forget now. Who did he miss? Hmm... Can you remember, Kai? Forget now? No, I don't. Oh, crikey, I should have written that down. Who did he miss? It'll come to me in a second. I'm having trouble with that. I'm having lots of senior moments um, here on Mansell 103.2. I told you a celebrity who wrote to me on Facebook, Michael Knight. Michael Knight? Yes. But he's not... He's kind of a fictional character, isn't he, Michael Knight? Yes, he wrote to me. So what you're saying that... um, Who was the guy who played Michael Knight? David Asselhoff. He wrote to you. What did he say? Hi, how are you? Did he? I'm not making any more films with him in. He's not making any more Knight Rider stuff? 
No. Can I just... I want to break this to you now, that sometimes um, some people on the internet, um, not like me and you, because we, we're like ourselves, yeah? Mm-hmm. Some people pretend to be other people. Yeah? Yeah. And maybe that isn't actually David Hasselhoff. How does how does that make you feel? It's got his um. It's got his picture on picture it. On it yeah. yeah, it may have his picture on it. But I, for example, I could get a picture of um, David Hasselhoff myself, couldn't I? Yeah. And I could put it up and say I was David Hasselhoff, couldn't I? Yeah. So it might not be him. Might be not him. It might be somebody else. Yeah. Just be careful. Yeah, be careful because you could be speaking to somebody other than David Hasselhoff. See, you you were almost duped. Yeah. Did he ask you to send him a check? No. Thank goodness. Not at all. That's all right then. Hello, line three. Good evening. Hello. Who's this? Sizemore. Hi, Sizemore. Nice to have you on the show again. Missed you. Good. Glad to be here. What have you got for us this evening? Doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. Just what we need in the final hour of the programme. What what have you... So, come on then. Run run us through this doom and gloom. Well, forget about your banking system. Forget about your wealth. Forget about anything else that you know... that you think you know about... Because it's all coming to an end. Be prepared for uh, lines of people looking for food. The bread queues, I think they used to call them. Sorry? So I'm just being talked to by um, my, my producer. Keep going. So you're saying that we're looking at another Great Depression? Worse than the Great Depression. OK, so um, how can we avert this? Or is there any way, is there any tips? The only way we can... Um, overcome this is by the masses of the people globally standing up uh, for their rights to be human beings and to be uh, treated as human beings as instead of being treated as slaves. Okay, I need to get some mood music here because this, this is what people should be listening to this. Let's just get this going. So we need to stand up against the powers that be. Yes. Tyranny. Is there anybody that we can call on to help us? You know, like um, a hero or something like that that you know of? That No. If, if you have a belief system, then pray to your belief system. Uh, it's up to the individual to stand up for what you're entitled to. You're a human being. You have the right of the freedom of speech to protect yourself and your family, your property, and other people's property. What the police are supposed to be doing today, but they're not, they're harassing everyone. You're not allowed to take a photograph in this, of a policeman. You're not allowed to photograph a public building. You can't feed pigeons, even though you're a 67-year-old woman you're not allowed to laugh at a police officer come on wake up Britain wake up so on a happier note then um, are you watching the football this weekend Sizemore no I don't watch or play any sport is there anything that in your life makes you feel happy is there something that that you want to tell us about that, that does put indeed a smile on your face very little at this present time in my life, um, because all I see is doom and gloom. I've, I've had a very happy life. 
um, usual ups and downs. Um, but I, I've had a productive life. I've got two healthy sons. Um, if I was to say I could play right now Barry Manilow's Copacabana, how would that make you feel? Terrible. I hate him. <laughs> His nose is too big. And he's part of the global elite. The global elite? He's part of the, the, the glitterati? Yes, he is. So if I was to play that now, that wouldn't make things better? Well, it wouldn't put a smile on your face? Definitely not. OK, let's try something else then. I'm just having to change the playlist now, so I'm sorry about that. What if I played Dear Comrade Kim Jong Second? He's another member. Sorry, was another member. Right, OK. Financed by the same people. What about the flock of seagulls I ran, if I played that? Don't know what. It's quite a good 80s tune. It's quite a good what? 80s tune. Right, far away. Well, should we play that then? Yeah, And ho ahead. hopefully that will lift the spirits. Spirits <laughs> are already lifted. Thank you, Sizemore. Got me away. Actually, do you know what? You're gonna play back now. Do you like Barry Manilow, Crazy Dave? Pardon? Do you like Barry Manilow? He's been one of Bet's favourite characters. Your mid late wife. She used to like, um, Can't Smile Without You. She used to play it a lot to me. Oh, that's a good one. Can't Smile Without... That's a good tune, that one. But that last character... Well, just been on. What, what size, Morg? I don't know what his name is. Oh, what an anarchist. You what, think so? What a depressing person. <laughs> I think that he had some good things to say. Not really. You don't think so? It's sticking up for itself, yeah, I agree with that. But doom and gloom? Yeah, there's too much in the news and... What's news? No, I can't even bloody say it there. I'm, I'm annoyed. News and gloom, not news and gloom. No, oh, never mind. Still good fighter. Film, Greece. Greece, that is a good one. Yep. What up, blood, what up, blooded male? Can't remember the... The scene with John revolting and Oliver Newton-John. Oliver Newton-John? Oliver Newton-John and John revolting, yeah. Yes. Revolting, no, that's not his name. John, John Favolta, that's it, that's his name, not revolting. Singing, you're the one that I want. Any art bloody male can remember that scene. Yeah, that was it. But the thing was, right, get this, this is true. What? You know, you know, um, Sandy, before she turned into hot super Sandy, the the leather lady? Yep. I preferred that Sandy to the second Sandy. I always did when I was when I was a kid growing up. Yeah, it was. Well, maybe so, but I quite like the, the lovely blonde-haired lady before she turned into a smoking spray-on trouser leather... Husky bondage one. Oh, you got all your bad memories going now. <laughs> anyway, yes. Let's look on that. I wish I thought that on your charity thing. 
Well, there you go. Well, you know, it's, it's all good, isn't it? Crazy Dave is going to pledge a fiver on air to you. Oh, are you going to come to the actual screening if we manage to sort it out? If I can, yeah. Well, good. well I'll come and pick you up. Because I've got um, problems, but, you know. OK, well, if you, way, if you manage to stop those problems from being a problem, then we'll see if we can get you there. By the way, I enjoyed coming down Mansfield today. Yeah, what did you get up to? I'll give you leave for us there. Yeah, this is for the big gig in May. Yeah, asking for all wanted items, but I dressed all in pink. Yes, I'd see. You came in on Monday and you dressed in pink. There's a picture of you of, of you on my website. Yeah, but we need to stick that on Mansfield one hundred three website. Mansfield one hundred three uk. We'll put that on the TFF page. Crazy Dave dressed in pink with red hair. Well, pink hair. Sorry. Yeah, and I only got two negatives down there. Okay. A group of. I don't know if they can be drunk at half past them in the morning. There was drunks? Yeah. Oh, dear. It's not all poster. OK, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, there is. I've got piles. OK. <laughs> 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 I think we'll leave that one where it is. Thank you, Crazy Dave. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> 101. Uh, six two three treble six treble zero is the number you need. We're still looking for people to play uh, inside Kai's mind, and it doesn't look like anybody really wants to play to win this fantastic DVD. Normally, it's very simple. It's an easy competition. Explain it, Kai. Speak, man. Come on, listeners. Ring treble six treble ho, please. Do <laughs> do. Do it! Do it now, please! <laughs> I like I like the way that Mansfield you... Mansfield 103.2 listeners. Yeah, you were, I like the way that you're to the point, but not aggressive with it. <laughs> you, you were a bit aggressive. No, I weren't. Yes, you were, man. Please do. On Trouble 6, Trouble Ho. TFF4 is back and exclusive. It is exclusive. Yes, it is. It is exclusive. 0163 Trouble 6, Trouble 0. If you want to come on air and play... Um, the, uh, the the competition that is sweeping the nation um, inside Kai's mind um, and to win a copy of the DVD My Name is Bruce which is apparently a cracking um, watch I'll give you a quick synopsis of it I'll read the back of it because we've got time um, this evening Something evil is stirring in the small mining town of Goldlick and it's not happy Guandi, the Chinese protector of the dead, has been awakened by reckless teenagers, and now his bloody crusade to wipe out the town's entire population can only be stopped by one man, Bruce Campbell, the guy who starred in all those Evil Dead movies, and is Bubba Hotep. B-movie star and deadbeat ex-husband extraordinaire who's uh, recruited to be their unwitting saviour when our hero faces off against a dark force more fearsome than a Hollywood agent, the laughs and screams start Flying. There you go. So, what, I mean, that makes you want to watch it, doesn't it? Possibility, yes. What do you mean, a possibility? Yes, it does. Right, OK, you want to just mention a couple of people, and I'll let you do that. Yes, I do. Go on. It's Saz, Lily, Jody, and Kosovo, uh, his name is. And whereabouts are they listening? They're listening tonight, aren't they? Westfield Pub on um, Westfield Lane. And um, is DJ Richie Rich doing a disco and karaoke down there? Right, OK, are they going to stop paying for these adverts that you do? Hopefully. What? They give me three pints, hopefully, so, tonight. Oh, my goodness, Kai, you're just abusing the, the airways, and I apologise about that, ladies and gentlemen. 0163 666 Time now, 20 past nine. 
Mansell 103.2, the home of great music. This is TFF. It's your Friday feel-good thing. Um, basically, your chance to get on the airways and have a bit of a natter about various subjects. All kinds of things happening on the show tonight, including the competition that we have now. Um, we've got everybody everybody sort of um, ready and, and raring to go. Um, on line one, my nemesis, Phil Mitchell. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, Mr. Watkins. How are we? Not so bad, actually, tonight. Having a good time. Good man. Pleased to hear it. Yeah, yeah, last week wasn't so good, but this week is a lot better, so... Well, I mean, first week back in, you always think afterwards things could have gone a little better, but it's, it's always a case of that you look at it and think there's a lot of positives, and I've got to take the positives out of that show and move it forward. Forget the negatives, what went wrong, what went wrong, and there's nothing you can do about it. OK, thank, thank you to, um, to you for those kind words. Right, what have you got for us then, matey? Well, I just listened to the doom and gloom merchant about five minutes ago. You're talking about Sizemore. He's a lovely fella, and, and some of what he says is correct. Yeah, but, but I mean, we're getting on the same old bandwagon that uh, the media push it, the papers push it, that we're supposedly in the doom and gloom. I think to a degree we're the, the, the makers of our own society, aren't we, that, that we've let ourselves as a country and as a nation get into this mess. Okay, so um, how do you propose we get out of it? There's no hard and fast solution to it, I don't think. Um, and I don't, I, I don't think anybody knows as, as to whether we've got down to the plateau and, and when we're actually going to come out on the other side yet. The, the thing is, though, that hardly TFF is the place to have this kind of discussion, though. No, because, I, I mean, that's surely a left, right and centre thing, which is on every Wednesday between 1 and 2. Away next week, but back the week after with um, okay, Tony well, Delahunty. Tony Delahunty and Andre Camilleri. This is the place where we have fun and japes and jolly laughs and stuff. Um, so have you got anything um, along those lines to talk to us about? Um, You're going to say no now, aren't you? You're going to say, no, actually, I just want to talk about... If you want to talk about the credit crunch, I'm happy no, to no, do no, that. No, we shall not talk about the credit crunch. I'm happy to do that. I can talk about the credit crunch. No, because the credit crunch is boring. It bores people to death. People are sick to death of hearing about is it. it not on? Is it not on every single news? Just to the point of it almost popping everybody's head. Well, it's, it's boring me to death, to be honest with you. Exactly. There's a lot of people affected by it, and, and, and you know, my, my thoughts are with them. Oh, yes. But at the same time, you know, it's... Well, we have to move on, and let's get back to light-heartedness. Exactly, OK. So what you got for us, then, light-hearted-wise? Um, well, you talk about um, what's in Kai's mind. Oh, you want to play that competition? No, I do not, because I have to wonder... Uh, no disrespect to Kai. Is, is there anything in Kai's mind? Hang on, let me just let you um, speak to him. Kai, he's saying that there might not be anything in your mind. There is, thank you. Yeah, well, exactly. On that note, I wish you all good night. (laughs) (laughs) You see, he has no comeback to that, Kai, because he knows for a fact that he's being rude. Um, Here's an interesting question for you, um, Phil. Go on, then. What's your favourite cheese? Well, you're more into, into cheese than me. No, I'm not. It's you that's into the cheese. No, you like your cheese. I mean, uh, you've got all your cheesy music. You like your cheese. Well, you surely you like a little bit of cheese every now and again. No, I do not. It's not good for you. I'm on a diet. I'm not allowed cheese. Why are you on a diet? Yes. Why? I want to get slim, trim, lean, mean. Is it because, and, and I hope I'm not sort of stepping into the wrong area here. Go on. Is it because you're looking for love? 
we're all looking for love, Ian. We're all looking for happiness and fulfilment in our lives, aren't we? Well, what I was going to say was, it doesn't matter whether you're, you're, you're fat, thin, or in the middle, you know, if you find the right person, they will love you for who's inside. Yes, I know, but it's, it's a case of that... It's a, it's a, with me at the moment, it's a case of that self-improvement. So you, you've got to look at it from the outside and the inside. That I'm working on both at the same time at the moment. You are working on a dream. We're all working on a dream, Ian, let's face it. I mean, we all try and live as a dream. Yeah, and, and that leads, segues in very nicely to this song. What song am I going to play? Uh, well, I would think you would not more than likely play I'm a, dream, a Dreamer by Living Joy. No. Try again. Uh, in that case... I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. We're working on a dream together tonight. No, you lost me. Who am I talking about, Kai? That song, Dream, Dream. How, how, why are we still doing this programme? Why do we still do this? It's, you decided to do it. It's Bruce... Yeah, I know I did. I'm wishing against it. It's Bruce Springsteen working on a dream on Manson 103.2 TFF. We're going to play Inside Kai's Mind very shortly. Thanks, Phil. Manson 103.2, the home of great music, playing Bruce Springsteen. He's working on a dream, just like me and Phil Mitchell. Not dream. Dream, 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 dream. Ah, <sighs> hello, Lofty. How are you? All right. I'm all right. I was a little bit worried that you weren't coming. Oh no, I'm always I was, on my way. I was starting to get a bit scared. Always on my way. That I would have to do the old classic <laughs> TFF rocks again, <laughs> and that always scares me to death. Doing a, a ten-hour show, it feels yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, I'm always on my way. You have just arrived on time to I take have... part in the co- the competition that everybody's talking about here on Matter One and Three Points. John B. Tan back at breakfast on Monday from six. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, inside Kai's mind. Kai's mind. Yes. And I've just heard a listener say there's nothing in there. That's a bit rough. Oh, that's rough. That was rough, right. mate. That was rough. Put those on, Kai. Are you on now? Yes, I am. I guess. Don't shout. You don't have to shout. It's the magic of the microphone. Yes, it picks you up. Yeah. It? Picks you up. Yes. There's something in there, isn't there? That's cruel, though. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Right. There's something in there. You can see the cogs. You can hear the cogs and smell the cogs turning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Are we ready then? Are we going to play? I've not got everything sorted. I knew this. This is it. We, we've been sort of struggling with. That's with little, live radio. It's brilliant. We've been struggling with a little bit of technicals, you see. Yeah. Today, and um, but I think we're about ready now. Uh, to, Great. To get this off the ground. Yes. As um, Paul McCartney would say. So this is the new jingle for Inside. Just keep. Can you please keep those on? Yeah. Is that all right? They're not irritating, are they? No. Oh, it's good. Yeah, we just keep taking your headphones off every five seconds. Yeah. Do you want to hear this? Yes, please. Follow me on a journey inside Kai's mind. You don't want to be in here. But today, I'm inviting you in. Step away from the radio. Everybody count to three. One. Two. Three. Inside Kai's mind. Yes, come inside. Inside Kai's mind. Inside Kai's mind. You're inside Kai's mind. Yes. Hello. 
That was genius. Absolute genius. That's good, isn't it? Brilliant. That is very good. It's fantastic. It will make number one in Mansfield. <laughs> You've got to come in at the right point, though, and say hello. Right, we got we got somebody on like this. Gary, is he from Wally Thorns? Gary and Wally Thorns, how are you doing, Gary? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Not so bad. Thank you very much for joining us on this ramshackled outfit um, tonight. You, no problem, no problem. You've got a chance of winning um, the fantastic DVD, My Name is Bruce, by simply playing um, Inside Kai's Mind. Um, I'd rather win that jingle, but um, never mind. Sorry? I'd rather win the jingle. Yeah, it's a good jingle. Can we play it again? Again, again. Let's play it again. Follow me on a journey inside Kai's mind. You don't want to be in here, but today I'm inviting you in. Step away from the radio. Everybody count to three. One, two, three. Inside Kai's mind. Yes, come inside. Inside You're inside Kai's mind. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Say hello to Gary then. Hello, Gary. Hello, Kai. You alright, Tim? Not so bad, chap. How are you? I'm alright, thank you. Right, okay, um, can we remove Kai from the studio, please? Lofty. We can. Okay, so what's currently happening here, Gary, is we're removing Kai from Studio One. We're going to place him in Studio Two, where he cannot hear what's happening on the radio. And we're going to then um, ask you a word association game type thing. I will say a word, you will give me the word, and then we bring him back into the studio, and uh, we play... Inside Kai's Mind. Let's see whether you can get Inside Kai's Mind. (laughs) This is is much better this week with the jingles. So, um, Lofty, is he next door? He's there, he's locked in. He's locked in. He's safe in there. Can he hear anything? I'm just just pointing towards my ears. Can he hear anything? No, he can't. So, are you ready, Gary, for your word association word? As ready as I'll ever be. Party. Banana. Party banana. Now, you sure you want to go for that? Because there is a chance to win here. The fantastic My Name is Bruce. No, I'm really confident. Um, party banana, it's, it's got to be. I, I, I can tell, um, you know, what, what Kai's thinking, and party banana is definitely what he'd be going for. Okay. Come on, banana. Okay, then. Stay on the line. Let's bring Kai back through now. Off you go, Lofty. We will. This is the drawn-out bit, because obviously we have to put him somewhere where he cannot hear. We've got some... Du- this is it. We actually got some WD-40 on the door last week. It was squeaking quite a lot. Right, Kai is um, back in the studio, just putting um, on his headphones right now. Um, Kai, um, do you want Gary to win? Um, possibility this evening. I'll right. try. So that's good My news. Best. That's good news then, Gary. Here we go. Come on, Kai. Come Inside on. Kai's yeah. mind. Right. Okay. Party. Blank. What's the blank? What, what are you thinking of? Party. Is it party in a park? Oh. Oh. No. I was close. Gary said banana. I don't think he wanted. I don't think he, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wanted to win. Oh, no. <laughs> you were close. Gary, you were close, but no cigar, no DVD, um, oh. no nothing. But uh, thank you very much for playing. 
it's, it's like um, the herpes or something. Well, you can play again next week, maybe. Yay! It's not like herpes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Off he goes. Are we going to play again? Straight away. We're going to play straight away. We're going to line three. Hello, who's on line three? Sydney from Shirebrook. Hello, Sydney. Sid- Sydney. I keep calling you Sydney <laughs> tonight. Sydney from Shirebrook. Say hello to Kai. Hi, yeah. Hello, Cindy. Are you all right? Of course I am. Okay, right. Are you ready to play, Cindy? Yep. Okay, we're just going to remove Kai from the studio now. Inside Kai's mind. Just going from the studio. This is a genius, genius competition. Just re- remove from the studio. Has he gone lofty? He's gone. He's there. He's, he's, he's gone. The glass is safely on there, isn't he? It's the best place for him to be. It's, it's there. It's good. Oh, hear me. Okay. You're now. Come on, think here. Now, Kai isn't isn't stupid. He he can. You know, please go for something that it might just be <laughs> the word that associates with it. Are you ready? Yep. Pork. Sausages. Pork uh, sausage. That's a good. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a good yes. one. Yeah. Brilliant that one. Brilliant. Really one. good. Really good stuff. Pork sausage. Right. Okay. Running that down. Pork sausage. Your chance to win. My name is Bruce. We're bringing him back in. Follow me on a journey inside Kai's mind. You don't want to be in here. But today, I'm inviting you in. Step away from the radio. Everybody count to three. One. Two. Three. Inside Kai's mind. Yes, come inside. Inside Kai's mind. Inside Kai's mind. You're inside Kai's mind. Yes. Hello. Right, okay, Kai's in the room with us now, Cindy, and I'm going to put that word to him. Okay. Pork. Pork. Pork chops. Sorry, Cindy. to the next one I'm being told we are okay it's the final um, Inside Kai's Mind tonight we're not giving away anything yet it's unbelievable um, hello who's on line four mobile man hello mobile man how are you I'm alright yourself not so bad are you ready to play Inside hang on are you ready to play Inside Kai's Mind let's play <laughs> so Kai now is uh, leaving the studio again this is quite <laughs> people in here. Is he going, um, Lofty? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Is he in the next room yet? He's behind his glass. Safe in it. I like that. I like Kai in there. It's nice. <laughs> can't hear me, can you? Can you hear Kai? No, not a thing. Hello? Not a thing, no. Kai? Kai? You look good behind the glass. He can't hear a thing. He can't hear a thing. No. He's just sort of just sitting there, smiling. <laughs> Are you ready then, sir? Yes. Here we go. Very excited. Mansfield Blank Mansfield Town Mansfield Town It's a good one It's a good one again We're going to bring him back Now Follow me on a journey Inside Kai's mind You don't want to be in here But today I'm inviting you in Step away from the radio 
Everybody count to three. One, two, three. Inside, Kai's mind. Yes, come inside. Inside, Kai's mind. You're inside, Kai's mind. Yes. Hello. Is he here, Lofty? He's there. Hello. This is a good one. This is a good one. Are you, oh. are you there still, Mobile Man? I'm still here, mate. Okay. Come on, Kai. All right, Come on, Kai. Would you like him to win? Yes, I do. Oh, oh tonight. Okay, that's good, then. All right. Here we go. Mansfield. Mansfield Town. Yeah! 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 Inside Kai's mind. 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 Man still wanted 3.2 the home of great music. Good evening, Sybil. When I'm good and ready. 948. Top minutes to go until Lofty arrives with the uh, Classic Rock Show. Lofty, what's on the show tonight? Plenty of Classic Rock. I'm also giving away tonight uh, the, the Central Status Quo album, uh, the uh, Volume 1. Uh, coming to the 40th anniversary of Status Quo this year, or last year, should I say. And uh, this year, uh, they're doing a 31-date uh, gig over November and December across the UK. And it's just uh, it's just amazing. Now, they can fit all that 31 gigs in their two months. They're very, very busy men, uh, Status Quo. Are. So I'm giving away tonight the Central Status Quo volume one on CD and there'll be a simple question it's always simple on my show see what we've done is um, we've decided with the new run of the rock show and with the new run of TFF that we would have competitions in the programmes this time around to give it more format and um, basically I think it's working very well Yeah. and the inside Kai's mind thing has worked a trick And um, we're still getting the same old calls. If you are indeed a caller, um, that, that, or should I say a listener, that, that listens to us every week, um, but still hasn't plucked up the courage to give us a ring, don't feel, don't feel afraid. They shouldn't feel well, afraid. I'm scared. Don't, I'm scared no. of me. I'm scared of Kai. Don't be scared of me as well. Nobody could be scared of you. 0623 is the number that you need. This is the best theme tune ever created. Mike Post did some classics, you know. Right, we're going to go back to the lines. Hello, Oscar, how are you? Hello. Hello, sir. Wodko. Yes, we're back. Yes, fantastic. Good yes, news. we're here. We are all over the moon about that. Now, the last time, the last time we spoke, we spoke about um, Starsky and Hutch, and then you got me addicted, man. It's like you gave me my first um, batch of heroin. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Well, nice to inspire people into uh, something. It was a good old series, anyway. Yeah, excellent. And it's on Zone Thriller on on the Sky Multiplex. That's what I'm calling it. And 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 I watch it every night when I can between eight and nine. It's really good. So there you go. You have got me back into it. Fantastic. Good stuff. Because I wanted to see the wet jumper that you were talking about the last time you phoned. Yeah. Well, I've still got that old thing, but not wearing it tonight. Any chance you could t- send us a picture with you wearing that jumper? Um, 
Well, I'll try and facilitate that for you if you like. That, yeah. that would be fantastic. It's, uh, it's a different colour from the Starsky one, but the same shape and everything. But... Studio at mansill103.co.uk. Anyway, Oscar, why have you phoned up? Sorry, we're just, uh, just having a chat there. That's OK. I wanted to have a quick word about snickets or gennels. I think they really are only, only called that up north. When I was living up north, there was a snicket or a gennel, a little alleyway quite near to where I was living. And I used to sneak down the snicket sometimes because it took me from a place near my house to where there was a few shops and a little library. So a nice little shortcut, if you like, that used to go through, which uh, made uh, stopped you having to go around the long way, of course. And the snicket or the gennel is... It's uh, the entrance to it is in between two houses. Of course, you go in between two houses, and if you go down it a few feet, that gives you access to glare into a couple of back gardens because uh, you've got a back garden on the left and a back garden on the right. And I do remember uh, it was quite a few years ago, but I used to go down there. And if I looked to my right as I entered this snicket, there was a garden there where the family obviously had this tortoise, and this tortoise it was there for several years. And uh, I used to be a big fan of tortoises. I think they're great creatures. Of course, these days, you can't seem to get them so easily. They, they cost an arm and a leg if you get a tortoise nowadays. But uh, when I was a lad, you used to be able to go into the local pet shop and buy a tortoise for like 17 shillings and sixpence. Might be nice to do a tortoise special at some point uh, if you if you are taking requests for the well, future. Let me write this down. Tortoise special... Next week, we're doing a tortoise special, Oscar. It's a good idea. I think they have great little things. You pick them up and you, you can give them a tickle under their tum-tum and uh, under their chinny-chin-chin. But, of course, you have to be very, very careful when you do that because I can guarantee you, if you pick a tortoise up and give it a little cuddle, give it a little tickle, you can be absolutely sure it's going to do a great big pee-pee all the way down your front. That's because it's scared and that's its way of dealing with it, I think. Yeah, it could be. So you have to know how to handle them. But I've always had a fondness for them. I, I think that I suppose some people would regard them as a bit boring and uneventful. But I've always had a softness for them, and I don't quite know why. The the, the rock guy is on after me. Is just done an impression of Ozzy Osbourne ripping its head off. We're not going to do anything like that no, to tortoises. No, no, no. no, definitely not. Now the the exciting thing about tortoises is not unlike parrots, you have to leave them in your will because they outlive people. They can live a very long time, apparently, yeah. Live a, you know, they, they do everything nice and slow and steady, and there may be a lesson in life for all of us in that, that uh, you just take life easy, don't get too worked up about things, and you'll uh, live a nice, long and fruitful life. Oscar, you were a nice antidote to a caller that phoned up earlier called Sizemorg, who brought doom and gloom to us um, just after 9 o'clock. What are you doing there? This is an antidote. They're bringing in um, tortoises to distract us from, from, the, uh, from the credit crunch, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Um, one tortoise fact before we disappear there always used to be a tortoise on Blue Peter what was that tortoise's name? Uh, well it had two names it changed its name if I remember rightly they originally called it Fred and painted the name Fred on its shell which was a bit of a, an appalling you thing can't, to do you can't do that no but no. I, think, I think later on they figured out that they got the sex of it wrong they said oh actually it's not a boy after all it's a girl so they managed to squeeze a little A on the end of its shell in white paint, so it changed its name from Fred to Frieda. OK. Now, I seem to remember one being called George, though. Oh, I don't remember that one. Definitely Fred or Frieda, though, but maybe, maybe it was a different era. I don't know. See, now, what we'll do is we'll draw a line underneath the, the tortoise there. Is that, is that a collective tortoise? I don't know. The tortoises there, and we will be back with a special next week. And we will discuss... Blue Peter tortoises 
Why are you looking like that, Kai? Looking a bit like a tortoise in a way. I hope we're not bringing um, real tortoises in this studio. No, we can't. We can't. We can't do that. Too expensive, mate. We can't do that. It's to it's to do with the the insurance of the company. We can't bring in animals. Please don't. No, no. You you are you afraid (laughs) of tortoises? No, I'm not. You must be. No. No. I touched one before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Horrible. Right. Well, thank you very much, Oscar. Okay. Um, the nice story about going down a jitty. A jitty. A jitty. Thank you very much. There he goes. Um, right. Okay. I think we've got somebody on line two. Hello, line two. Hello. Hello. Is this the mad? Sorry. Is this the professor of the pantry? <laughs> it might be. But <laughs> well, did you do any research? I did, but you know, I've come downstairs now. So I've forgotten the rest of it. Sorry, but it, it, it comes from the, the French word pain, which turn comes from Latin, but it's just a place where utensils and food and stuff are kept. And the difference between a pantry and a larder is a larder was where meat and bacon and stuff were kept. I'm not, I'm not too happy with your work as the well, professor uh, you know, the more, but, you know, that was about uh, nearly an hour and a half ago. Once you'd done the research, you had to phone us back. I did, about four times. And it was too busy? Um, um, I got put on hold for about 15 minutes. Is that true? Yeah. Christoph, get in here for a second. I heard from him tonight. If, if that's true, we want a public apology from him. I, I went to make a cup of tea because I got a num- rear. <laughs> OK, is it? Is that true? Sit on my knee. You know what? I'd love to, but Kai's on it. So can you just move over, Kai, please? Thank you very much. I didn't mean I should sit on it. Um, it's it's not true. Uh, the fact is that it's unfortunately been very busy tonight. Uh, and if anybody has been put on hold for a, a, a long period of time, I do apologise. Um, but the, the mad pixie lady, I said I was going to call her back. You know, I've had stuff to do. Um, very to, busy. I am very busy. Very you know? busy. I, the fact is that I can't work for so many hours because the CSA will find out where I work. Ah. And it's not all too clever. Right, no. OK. Mad Pixie? Mm. Um, That wasn't really an apology, but will you let us off? I might do. <laughs> I might just about do. Right, OK. We need um, Jamie McGeehan here and uh, we need Kai and we need to prepare them. In fact, straight away, if possible. Uh, right, thank you very much. You're the last call of the night. Um, thank you very much for listening to uh, TFF. I really do appreciate it. If you have been kept on hold, we're going to have to work on our uh, phoning back system. And um, I hopefully um, will leave you with this, uh, which is a cheer sing-along. Hopefully you're singing at home. Enjoy it. Out today, everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries. And would you like, like to get, get away? We've got to get a words to this one, mate. All those nights when you've got, got no lights, check is in the, the mail. And your little angel hung the cat up on his tail. tail. And your third fiance did a show. Sometimes you gotta go where everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your name. Roll out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead. 
Thank you very much to all those people that contributed and I do appreciate it. Thanks to producer Christoph next door. I hope you enjoyed the more music format. The thing that we were hoping to do <laughs> is to you know, move away from the course element and then eventually we have all music. What do you reckon? No. No. Well, you don't think so, Jamie? No. Oh. I think it's the calls that make it fun. You think so? It's them? Yeah. It's not It's, it's the people. It's the make people. It, it is a people show. Yeah. Yes, indeed it is. Inside Kai's mind. Mansfield, 103.2. Two.